What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast. Here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel, you in here with the Bruce Wayne of this ish, the King of Kings. The king of content and the speaker of truth, yours truly, the notorious one, new, 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 new world order. aka Mr. Coachellini, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Adamus. You in the desert storm bunker with the, with the Bruce Wayne of this ish, the king of kings, and also see God Allah. We back, we back in here, man. Oh, what a wonderful weekend! I hope you guys, I hope you guys and ladies, ladies, 10 toes up, gang represent 10 toes and that's you give me them toes up in the air raise your toes in the air and wave them like you just don't care get them 10 toes up in the building shout out to the oh shout out to the nasty boys too shout out to the oh that's nice i know the nasty boys was going crazy we got a great show today and we're going to talk about a video with abba and preach and just pearly things and a guy named destiny and of course, this isn't a diss track. I know people are like, you got to diss Abbott and Preach. You're going to diss Pearly. You're going to diss uh, Destiny. Well, I'm not going to diss either one of them, but they had a conversation that I just believe is right up my alley because all four of them are completely unqualified for what they talk about here. Yes, yes, they're unqualified. No, 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 they left no, too no, much no. meat on the table and CGA is going to feast today. All right, they they left they left meat on the table, and of course, all of these individuals. I don't know about Destiny. I've never even seen his channel. All right, uh, but I know him from an Angry Man debate, and I didn't even watch that. All right, so anyway, mm. all right, I didn't even watch that. But shout out to Angry Man, who I will forever uh, pledge my allegiance to because he is one of the main men responsible for where I am. So shout out to him. But um, but 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 honestly. This is just too easy for me. It's a goddamn layup. It's March Madness out here. I'm about to lay the ball up on the glass. You know what I mean? Finger roll style. You know what I mean? Finger roll style like your boy George Gervin. They left just so much meat on the table for me. And of course, the normies ain't going to listen to this. And you know what I've noticed in this YouTube game? In these YouTube streets? In these streets? You know what I noticed? Because, you know, I'm ahead of the game. You know what I mean? I'm a two-time author. Two and a half time. I'm a public speaker. I'm the king of kings. I'm the speaker of truth. I'm the notorious one. Demonetized all across the entire platform. All right. Demonetized eight time demonetized champion in the building. Eight time. Listen, I'm the eight time, the eight time demonetized champion. Hey, listen, if you ain't been demonetized, you don't even know what the hell you, you ain't speaking no truth around here. This is the speaker of truth. You ain't speaking no truth. I'm the eight time. I'm the notorious one. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? This is the one shining moment around here. The eight-time demonetized champion. I wear the belt. You know what I mean? This is crazy. I mean, how many people have eight channels demonetized? Come on, man. And shout out to everybody who got channels snatched down. All right, but, bruh, nobody's speaking the truth that CGA is speaking over oh, here. Nobody's speaking the truth. And this is why I got to bring smack truth around here, because what I know about these YouTube streets is that People can speak on a basis level about some shit and they can express themselves and they can have an opinion, but nobody got the experience in here. Y'all just new talking bluff. Over. We got a dude apparently that can't keep his wife in control. All right, that's a, the that's a situation here. We got a young lady here 
All right, young lady here, no experience, but she's one of the most popular people here. We had her here in the Desert Storm bunker, feet out and everything. Shout out to her. And I have no dis or disrespect for them, for her. And you have Abba and Preach, big audience as well. Um, they are knowledgeable about a lot of things. They have a way to express their opinion, which the good thing about them is they're kind of right in the middle and they're kind of middle left or middle right. You know, it just depends on what day it is. But they don't have the experience of the notorious new, 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 new world order. Yeah, they don't have it. They don't have it. Yeah, they, they lack the depth because I go in deep in the YouTube streets. YouTube is talking to normies. If you got a million subscribers, you got 750,000 normies. If you, if you got 2 million YouTube uh, uh, followers, you got 1,750,000 1, normies and bots, all right? Most people ain't thinking outside of, outside of the box. Most people don't want the truth. They want convenient-ass lies, and I always can tell by the comment section. They just want to be lied to and comforted. You know what I mean? That, that, that's just normies, you know what I mean? Like, But if you in these streets, you know what I mean? Even if you're in the red pill space or the manosphere and you got big following, I got big following. I got over 400,000 subscribers across uh, 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 11 channels and eight of them are demonetized mm. or nine of them. I can't keep track. I might be the nine time champion, right? 400,000 subscribers. Like there, there's not that many people red pill. You know what I mean? We got some people here, hope strategists, blue pillars, purple pillars, a lot of purple pillars taking over the red pill space, just to be honest with you. All right. It's just absolutely deplorable. All right. They all nicey, nice and all this. Man, man, let me whip you into the ropes real quick. What happened to whipping people into the ropes? <laughs> you know what I mean? And not just people, not just not content creators. We're talking about whipping in people with the truth. Nobody want to tell the truth. They want to tap dance and shuffle around and not. You know what I mean? We got to We got to What happened to offending people? You know, mm. you know what I mean? Oh, well, I'll just play the middle ground. You know, no. Nah. Mm. This is not about the Ritter. You know what I mean? Big boot time. A lot of people shuffling around here. I can do some shuffling, too. Look out, man. What, what you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. So here's the deal. This is what I believe. A lot of people trying to play middle, trying to win bigger audiences and get bigger views. I tell you, man, I don't even look at my views. I don't even look at what's going on here. I'll be just trying to stay alive. All right. I wake up in the morning like, do I still have a page? Mm. Right? That's how I wake up. Did they send me an email? I wake up first thing in the morning. Ain't even wiped the crust out my eye looking at my phone like, did YouTube send me an email? That's how I wake up. New, 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 new. Because <laughs> I be speaking truth. I be smacking people with the truth all day. And it's not to smack you because I'm bitter or hurt. It's to smack. I'm just telling Hardcore, in-depth truth. Most people stay on the periphery, and then they are they're doing things like, oh, divorcing over chores, and that's the con that's the conversation. And I'm like, mm. like we, that's where we're stopping. We're just gonna stop there. Oh yeah, it makes sense, or it doesn't make sense. That that's where we're stopping. See, they left too much meat on the table for me, man. You know what I mean? We about to pick at this carcass because I'm going in deep, as only CGA can do. Ask the ladies. Yeah, ask the ladies. And that's you. I'm going in deep. And the bigger you are, the deeper I'm going. Mm. Apparently, because let's take you to the first video, like a moth to a flame, we cannot. Uh, listen, brothers, we're going to have to do something about this, and I'll get into it. You know what? Before I do that, I'm going to put this banner up so y'all can see the things here. Oh, and if you're here for the Advent Preach, Just Pearly Things Destiny, it will be at the end of the show. So you can go ahead and skip uh, the normies that are here watching today. All right? 
But um, like a moth to a flame, us brothers and our reputation for big women, it is what it is. Let's go ahead and roll the film like a moth to a flame. The biggest. Oh, yeah, baby. Listen, oh, the humanity. here we go. Here we go. Uh, what do you think is going to happen here? Who do you think it is? Who do you think it is? Like a moth to a flame, of course, of course. Listen, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's what it is, you know what I mean? We got to just go ahead and live up to this conversation here, you know. All the humanity. The stereotypes are the stereotypes. They are right. And that's you. Indeed. You know what I mean? It's, it is what it is. Were you surprised? Were you surprised? And he pulling up in that, what, Chrysler? What the hell is this he pulling up in? He pull up sniggling, and you know what? Niggas always gotta show they Indeed, they do. You know what I mean? So it is what it is. You know what I mean? Look at him. He ready. Niggas always gotta show they he got a toothpick in his mouth. He got out, out there, brother. Hey, listen. That's what we do around here. The nasty boys stand up. Oh, that's nasty. Yeah, nasty boys stand up. You know what you do out here. We ain't gotta let it be. Hey, it's no more secrets. We gotta let it be going, man. We gotta let it go. We gotta let it go. You know what I mean? <laughs> and of course, of course, you have here. We're going to get to the earlier Super Chats. But of course, wait a minute. What is this? We're going to get to the earlier Super Chats. And of course, we have something for you nasty boys. Of course, you know what I mean? Like, it's all available to you if you want it. You know what I mean? It is. All the humanity. You know, I got something for y'all. Listen, I always talk about flatback, so I'm going to keep it even and fair around here. You know what I mean? And that's you. gonna keep it even for you brothers that want a little bit of something, something. And there goes, hey, there they go right there, brothers. Listen, they go to, they go to tag right there. Oh, the humanity. They put they ad out there too, brothers. Woo, wait. All right, brothers out here going crazy. They like, coach, why you doing me like that, brother? Yeah, that brother's starving. Yeah, y'all starving out there, man. Let me stop, man. This show already going off the rails. It is what it is. All right, we'll come back to that. We'll definitely come back to that. Flat. I always talk about flatbacks, and y'all like, Coach, Coach, you like them flatbacks all the time. Why you like flatbacks? I got to have something back there. I need to hold something. Well, there you go, brothers. There it is. Listen. Oh, the humanity. That's why we the king of kings. Yeah, it's all fair game. Shout out to y'all. Thick thighs save lives, right? All right. Earlier contributors to today's show, Dollar Sign CGA Live. They tripping on me, but. New, 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 new world order. Uh, Dollar Sign CGA Live with the cash app. <laughs> Coach Greg Adams. TV on Venmo, paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams, and that's pinned to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel, and you can super chat on the Notorious CGA channel, and let me just remind you guys, I only have one Instagram account under at Coach Greg Adams TV. If you see any other variations of that, it is basically going to be a fake account, all right? It is literally going to be a fake account. I don't have, I mean, I'm getting people, my neighbors that follow me was like stopping me in the street, hey, do you have multiple Instagram accounts? Well, I do. I have Darkside Porsche. All right. My Porsche has an Instagram account. Nova has an Instagram account. Free Agent Lifestyle has an Instagram account. And then Coach Greg Adams TV. But there's no multiple Coach Greg Adams TV. Matter of fact, if you're not a flatback, and I mean a supreme flatback, you did not get a friend request from me on Facebook or on Instagram. You didn't get a message, a DM, nothing. I mean, you're going to have to be supreme flatback or at least a gordita. You know what I mean? Like at least a gordita. You know what I mean? That might be who I might slip up on, but, and, or, you know, my son DMs me. That's it. You know what I mean? I got a couple of, you know, flatbacks that, but other than that, no, I didn't DM you. I didn't ask you for money. I didn't, the cash app is only one cash app for now. All right. They bugging, but 
I didn't, I don't request money. I don't send you a WhatsApp. I don't message you, man. I don't even look at my phone unless you're a Supreme Platback. I'm just letting y'all know right here. Just, just gotta be honest. So it's at Coach Greg Adams TV. If you see it with an underscore, with an extra E, uh, extra A, I've seen like hundreds of these. And that's why you, uh, fortunately, Instagram is going to go through a verification where you could pay for ver verification, right? So, um, you know, used to have to pay somebody, uh, an Instagram employee, but now they're going like Twitter. So I'm going to pay for the verification because people are confused. People think I'm asking for money. I'm not doing that. All right. I'm not doing that. I only got one IG for Coach Greg Adams TV. If it's a different spelling, please pay attention. It is not me. All right. Let's get to the earlier contributors, man, before we get into the day show. We got Albert Wesker says asking wife to do chores is considered abuse now. Oh, and we're going to get into that, man, that chore argument here because they left too much meat on the bone. Somebody says he ain't I ain't even bothered to read a DM you sent three months ago. Imagine there's DMs in there for years, years ago. And there were more when my first Instagram before Instagram deleted me. All right, my first account, because it was coach at Coach Greg Adams. They deleted that one. All right, but there were more DMs in there, too. I don't even, I can't even look at DMs. I'm too old, man. I'm too old for that shit. <laughs> I'm too old to be looking at DMs all on my phone. Eyes bad. Oh, where's my glasses at? My glasses, I put my glasses over top of my nose. Looking at that shit, man, that shit. Mm. Replying back. Oh, no, 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 no. You guys know me, man. All right, where we at? MC Hamster 50. I don't even answer people's Facebook. Like, you know what I mean? My family be over there. I sent you a message on Facebook. Mm. Man, there's only one way. All right. <laughs> yep, I had lost the TikTok account. They probably deleted the last one. Um, um, there's only one way to contact me is that's my phone number. If you ain't got that, I ain't answering. <laughs> and, my, and your name better be saved in my damn phone. Because if that phone ring and I don't know the phone number, shit ain't getting answered all right i'm <laughs> you cannot reach me i am not reachable i'm one of the least reachable people in the world like i'm not letting you get in contact with me <laughs> like you, go... <laughs> you know it does it, it, it's not great for business but if i don't know you and trust me trust me one more thing here even if you reach me and i have a conversation with you if I don't save your number, by the next time you text me, I don't know who the hell you are. Like, you're going to have to be important. I'm going to have to save your name. If I miss your name and then you you text me back, hey, what's up? I'll be like, what? Oh, who the hell is this? I got to scroll all the way back down. Oh, I didn't save your number. All right, y'all. Who the hell is this? Yeah, I'm not a reachable person. <laughs> all right. So anyway. Where are we at? MC Hamster. Coach, I'm nervous to take on an employee for my business. At least marriage is safer. And the state already drew up the terms for me. All right. Marriage is safer. Hope strategy. Oh, uh, well, hiring for business is very difficult. Uh, your first hires, uh, your first hire, uh, your best hire. Should, your first hire should be your best hire. Uh, hire employees to do take care of something that you're really making a sacrifice and risk for it is very very difficult uh you got to go through your due diligence don't overlook over anything and, th and then don't lead with your salami right do not go in there and um you know you get a you get a stiffy for some nice girl when she comes in there oh i'm a great employee and she's like oh look at a little bit of this and that you thinking about folding her ass up like a love letter from the second grade you're gonna lose your business all right don't do it all right, so be careful with uh, hiring employees. They're, they're very difficult. But if you hire a good one, uh, make sure you keep them around 
a lot. All right, shout out to Deacon Clapcheeks. I'm in the process of being promoted to Reverend Clapcheeks. He says, we out here clapping cheeks worldwide. Shout out to the coach gang. Shout out to Deacon. No, we need you to be the Deacon. All right, we need you to be the Deacon. All right, uh, shout out to Robert Moreno. Roberto, I always called you Robert. Roberto Moreno, he says, getting my daily dose of the red pill. Shout out to the GOAT. Legal Latino Heat, shout out to the coach gang. Just ordered your book. I appreciate you, bro. And the books can be available on Amazon. Uh, it is the Free Agent Lifestyle and the Evolution. I'm an author. You can tell by how I read. I'm educated. All right, where we at? Daniel McGee, the Relationship Burnout Show was a beast. Seems like you took the thoughts right out of my head. Peace, quiet, and freedom is what we all really want. This is what men want. And I'm actually appalled at, as to how many people do not care about what men want. We always got to pander to the wifey and the girls and, and the kids. And then we last, you know what I mean? They're like, well, we're going to show you that, by the way. Henry, I'm oh, sorry, Daryl L says, morning coach and the chat. I'm on, he says, I'm on your money mindset and I missed yesterday's. What can I expect the replay posting? It's going to be, it should be posting later today. Um, And uh, it was a sh shorter show, but. Yo, it was getting crazy. I wish I, I wish I wasn't in an emergency. I had an emergency, and I had to cut the short show short. But I think I need to come back to it because dudes was dropping heat in there. Henry Resilient Destiny in is in an open marriage, and his wife is for the streets. Well, wow. Anyway, why, shout out to in these streets. How are people in open? Okay, I'm gonna use that later. I don't know this to be true. All right, there's a big rumor out there that I cannot wait till I verify. So I don't verify rumors, but uh, it's definitely indeed in the open marriage. If that's the case, we can talk about it. All right. And uh, we could actually tell you that he has no leverage. All right. To be able to be speaking on anything related to divorce. Right? Mm. If you're in open, it's no rumor. Yeah. But, hey, listen, you can't speak about why persons should get divorced and you out here letting your wife's cheeks get clapped by other men now listen if you are allowing your wife or you are let's take this back if you're accepting your wife getting your cheeks clapped more power to you T send your wife over here i'll put her ass i'll fold her up i i don't know what she looks like but she'll get folded i don't have no problems clapping another man's wife as long as he says yes you can clap her cheeks now i'm not sneaking around to do it i'd always tell you never do that but you have no leverage to talk about any goddamn thing but we'll get to that Somebody says she attend though. All right. Oh, well, she'll get folded up. I'll fold her ass up. <laughs> All right. Shout out to Latino Legal Heat. Oh, I've skipped somebody. MC Hamster, the Nature Boy CGA. Woo! The free agent leg lock on these 304s. Okay, boy. We got a lot. Latino, he says, legal Latino Heat. My birthday is next week, and he's headed to the junior college. I love the junior college, man. The junior college is fantastic for a man in his 40s. Dudes be want me to operate like you dudes in you when you're 28. I'm not 28. <laughs> I'm not 28. Plus, I got money. Okay. Y'all want me running around here pitching game to dirty busted chicks out in Miami? I'm not about to do all that. <laughs> not about to do all that. Straight to the junior college. And by the way, your favorite president, Joe Biden, agrees with me. Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. Yeah, and they just want me to be out here. They want me to be out here. You know what I mean? They forget that I'm, I'm, I'm in my 40s. In the prime of my life, I understand women. 
Y'all niggas to be catching feelings for them. And then when they get in their cheeks clapped by somebody else, you got words for them. Y'all niggas is lazy. All right, check this out. Y'all won't be out here in Miami like this here. Y'all want me out here running game in Miami. Look. Y'all want me in Gary, Indiana running game and shit like this. Y'all want me in Shotlanta running game like this here. Y'all want me in Charlotte running game like this here, right here. Look at them. See these gobstoppers right here? You see these mastodons right here? That's what y'all end up with running game. Look at this. She got her, her booty cheeks all out here. This is what y'all running game on out here in Miami. Look. Oh, 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 I have to turn the volume down on it. Look, look. This is what y'all. Hold up. This is what y'all out here sacrificing your life for going on vacation, chilling, going to the club, staying out at all hours of the night. So you can pull this shit at home, at home and then brag about me. Yeah. This is what y'all getting out here, brothers. Hey, shout out to y'all brothers out here wasting y'all life. All right. Oh, I got to turn it down. They got a damn, uh, look, look, look at this. Look at this. Oh my goodness. Look at that. Booty cheeks out. I don't know. Ladies, ladies, do you guys know? <laughs> Ladies, you don't realize the more naked you get, the more crazy it gets outside. The more naked you get, the more ninjas act up, slap boxing in the street. I don't know if you guys know the formula. All right. Look, look at these. What in uh, what is this? Oh, the humanity. Oh man, look at it. Oh boy, we got a black chick flat back. She must be calling. Oh, we got a couple of black chick flat back. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. What are we doing, man? Y'all brothers, man. Y'all want me out here in these streets doing this shit right here. In these streets. Oh man, you be, you gotta be out there, man. You gotta be out. It's a numbers game. Look, oh yeah, look. Look at look at the hoes right here. These are the girls that y'all clapping cheeks. You mad at me at the junior college. Bruh. I'ma get her when she calm, cool, and collected. All right. I'm not going about, about to be out here running game on these ninjas. All right, where we at? Look at this. Miami. They they pulling out weave. Man, what is going on here? This is actually reprehensible. Look at these. Look at all of this cocks out here. All of this cock. There. Look at this shit. Y'all want me out here like this? Y'all want me out like this? All right. I'm not 26 years old, man. All right. Junior college for the win. Junior college for the win. I'm not going to be out here with y'all ninjas out here competing for these straggle daggles. All right. Look at these straggle daggles out here. Even the straggle daggles fighting. What is going on, man? This is terrible. New, 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 new world order. What better time to talk about reparations, by the way? A couple of these guys would calm down if they had a cool $2,600 in their bank account. Mm. From the government. Mm. $2,600, they'd be fine. Or $5 million from San Francisco. Why not? <laughs> All right, let's get back to these. All right, shout out to uh, Daryl L. Says, damn, coach came in, kicking in the dough, waving the fo-fo. All I heard was, Papa, don't hit me no more, Stony Montana. Watch your back, fellas. The Kaylee, the Kaylani's are out here. Oh, yeah, you got to watch your back, man. Got to watch your back. Schedule P, a chick I know paid $600 to get her HVAC, HVAC fixed. Meanwhile, she had a warranty <laughs> on her unit the entire time. Cost of not having your paperwork in order. Mm. Sheesh. 
especially tires too. You get some tires and then your tires wear out. Like, damn, they wore out in a year and a half. You better go have your paperwork or they'll sell you a new set of tires. ETC ready to work. Good morning to the coach and the coach gang. Congrats to my XFL uh, Vegas Vipers first win. I didn't even know we had a team. He says, I'm sorry, but I really like the XFL. And he says, is it from missing the NFL or is it true that XFL love? He says, y'all decide. No, nah, man, you just miss. You just a football junkie. If you watching FS XFL, you a junkie or you live in someplace like San Antonio or St. Louis. <laughs> right. All right. Roberto Moreno. We got a lot. He says, CGA, what do you think about guys that say they can't date? Younger women, because that you have a young daughter, if the grass is green, play ball. I don't understand the comparison between age of your child and age of women you date. I get it if you're a normie. And sometimes I get it, you know, as people age, you know, you kind of see what, what's really going to happen is, you know, if you have a, a, a young person that's developing in their 19, 20, 21, 22, what you're going to see is, you know, they're not special. Right. And so as an older man, you'd be like, well, these people ain't as special as uh, you would make them believe because you see the habits of maybe your child as they're going into a young adult, right? So that that's kind of what happens mentally. But what does that matter? There's no connection. There's no connection. I don't know why people make that connection, but they do. But it's just normie talk, in my opinion, because. All right. Blue Baggins, after a brief three-month hiatus, I am back on the Junior College Tour and Destiny is openly by. So he and his wife, are out here getting them cheeks clapped. Oh, my goodness. Oh, the humanity. I don't know much about the guy, but thanks for uh, filling me in. Oh, we got another one. Super Raw says Destiny is in an open relationship and is a switch hitter. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Shout out to him. This is not a rumor. He openly admits it on the Valuetainment podcast. Let's take a moment to recognize all of the switch hitters out here because we welcome you to the show as well. And uh, this is your moment. I don't talk about you guys very much because I don't think about you guys. All right. But as much as everybody wants me to think about you, I have no thoughts that cross my mind. But you are welcome to be here. You know what I mean? Listen, I have no disrespect for your lifestyle, because if somebody went to go judge me on how I deal with myself and who I sleep with, I say, pause. That's none of your business. So if you want to get your back blown out like that girl, Chloe Bailey, that's your business. You know what I mean? But don't come in my bedroom telling me what telling me who I should be clapping. You know what I mean? That's what that's kind of how I look at it. But this is your moment and this is your this is your time. What are we doing here? My man phone says I'm a broke ninja CGA, but I wanted to support you. Thank you, brother, man. I appreciate you. And we'll give you a co-sponsorship. I'm going to do two more and get back to the show. I'm ripped, All right. Shout out to DGC more. He says teach chili biology pastor prime. Oh, we got chili out here acting up all right just wait and then let me do more and more mr bobo says you should check out the show on hulu called the parent test it's a reality show about different parenting styles i think it will be a good follow-up on your stream that you did on the best parenting style for a father wow you know what that's interesting i think kids need a balance just to be honest with you uh on parenting styles uh divorce complicates this because then uh, we we have the devouring mothers who get territorial and essentially sabotage their kids many times. And kids, guys, if your kids turn out average, you sabotage them. Mm. <laughs> All right. Don't tell me everything's fine. Look, they seem to be happy. 
No, you sabotage them. So we have the devouring mother, and many times we have the the father who is overbearing. He's 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 tensive about his kids, and he's maybe using tough love. And so both of them isolated are probably too much, just admittedly. So you need a balance. This is why if you have a tough love parent, you need a you need a good cop, bad cop. But what happens is if one parent says tough love is the only answer, the kids are going to be like, wow, right? It's going to be too much for them. So they need to go to the good cop, bad cop. If you have two parents or a tough love, it's going to be too much for them. If you have a parent that's overly loving, protective and coddling and an enabler, the kid's going to take advantage of that kid, right? I mean, the kid's going to take advantage of that parent. And then eventually that kid will be doing way less. So you need a balance. You can't have two coward ass parents. You can't have two tough love ass parents. You have to have a balance. If one parent pulls the kid over to tough love, the kid, the kid's never going to feel like, oh, I can go to the other parent and get relief. Divorced parents get to be selfish. This is why this divorce over chores conversation, this is what they missed out on. Wait till we get to it. This is what they missed out on. Because they went, they didn't even touch the surface of how it's going to affect the rest of people's lives, right? They just left it at that. Oh, yeah, divorce over chores, it makes sense. Do it. Mm. No, hell no. Hell no. <laughs> you, you, guys, you guys are effed up the game. You guys are effed up the game. Now, this show is not going to get as many views as that particular video because it was pretty much going to be basically a, um, a, a, a throwdown between Pearly and Abby and Preach's uh, 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 philosophies about relationships. But wait a minute. Hold up. You're going to be out here throwing everybody up under the bus for some goddamn cleaning? Listen, we're going to go deep into it. By the way, man, let me get to the show. We already did Straggling Sniggle Theater, but for those who missed it, I'll at least run the intro and the outro. All right, here we go right there. There's the outro. Oh, sorry, that's the intro. And that's the outro. We already did Straggle and Sniggle Theater. We showed you Miami and them two big old Mastodons. Shout out to the Mastodons. Throw them legs up, too. All right, we got uh, Normie Humor. Oh, we already at the Normie Humor. Do me a favor. Hit the like button. All right, hit the like button. Normie Humor. Uh, what I call Normie Humor is when people take relationship. Wait a minute. What happened? All right, hold on for a second. When people take relationships and they uh, do something that preys on the insecurity of people. Uh, let's just give you an example. Um a wife that turns down their husband for sex for two, three days, maybe a week. And then people laugh at that. It's preying on the insecurity of men who want to be married and uh, want to be in relationships. The opposite does happen for women as well, where the guy uh, does the, are you, are you going to have sleep with me? And then uh, she says, no. And then he split, he splits the bills at, Applebee, at Applebee's, right? So they have that little computer and it says split the bill or pay the whole bill. The woman says, no, I'm not going to have sex with you. He splits the bill. These things are normie humor that preys on the insecurity of uh, men and women. And I don't like it. I don't like it because it uh, the humor allows it to just be a joke, but it's handling a very serious issue. Right. And then when people get offended by the joke, that's how oh, you, you guys can't take a joke when it's really not comedy. It's preying on insecurities of people. I don't do that. I, I like to be straightforward and head on. I don't like to be passive aggressive. And these normie humors are passive aggressive uh, ways to deliver excuses for bad behavior. You see what I mean? It's a passive aggressive way to deal with something serious, but then they hide under humor, but you're attacking something that is very, very serious. And the first bit of normie humor, 
it's just a joke, but no, 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 no. It's not just a joke when you edited it and you took time to print the shit out and you took time to set it up. It's not, it's not just a joke. Everybody knows it's going to get views and lead to a discussion. Oh, same thing as the one where they said the single mother had uh, kids by different daddies, but one daddy brought kid food for one kid. Guys, it was a skit, but it attacked a very serious issue, which caused a debate. And then they hid under, well, it was just comedy. Listen, I'm all about comedy, but let's call a spade a spade. There's truth in humor. Let's deal with the truth and not be uh, not sit there. And if somebody's offended by it. Right. And then say, nah, they shouldn't be offended. Uh, let's take you to it. This is the first. I got like four of these. So bear with me. OK, here we go. OK, uh, we got um, a woman here. And uh, as you can see, we got lots of views here. Lots of views, lots of saves or shares, lots of comments. This is going to deal with accountability here we go and it's all Jermaine Fultz it's always Jermaine Fultz accountability check this out alright just so you see now if it's the husband's fault I'm sorry I'm sorry and it's all Jermaine Fultz it's always Jermaine Fultz now, this is what I call manipulation. I've been calling this manipulation, and this is how people manipulate in relationships. This is going to be a, a humorous take on how women manipulate. So when it's the woman's fault, guess what they go through all the shit tests to avoid accountability. Let's play it. You think it would be over, right? Yeah, you think it would be over, but it's not. And these are some of the things that we've been talking about on this space before the purple pillars invaded it. All right. Before the purple pillars invaded it to try to make this a rational conversation instead of us bringing that heat. So you think the shit would be over, right? It's not over. All right, so you've seen it. Um, there were several, several dodges. There was a shame, insult, guilt, and need to be right. There was also gaslighting, manipulation. There was also lying. Now we got you don't hold me. It's because you don't hold me. It's because you don't love you. L love me. It's because you don't uh, do chores. It's because you won't kiss me. Uh, bruh, everybody mm -hmm. knows that this is pure manipulation. It's a psych ops on you, and you're trying to hold the person accountable, but they're a 14-year-old child in an adult body. They're children with breasts. And now we have an admission of it, but it's under humor. And of course, the normies are eating this shit up. That's totally true. That's me. They're admitting to being abusers. Now, when I come in here and take it seriously and I say, see, I do like this. I say, see, see, they're admitted to the manipulation. They're admittedly, they're admitting to going to therapy and lying on your ass so they don't uh, take accountability. They are admitting that divorcing over chores and they go into court and they make up all of this bullshit. And then they destroy your family. They're admitting to it. They're admitting to everything that I said. CGA is right. New, 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 new world order. So they go down this checklist and then they do it. Now, let, let's continue with the goddamn video here. Here we go. So it ends with the man just accepting accountability. Okay, baby, I love you. Okay, I'll take you back. All right, I'll take you back after that. Okay, all right, I'll, I'll fix something about myself. 
it leads to the man apologizing. Now, of course, coach, man, this is just this is just a joke. Oh, not all women do that. <laughs> all right. And then, well, and then they turn it back on the men like black people turn it back on the white folks. All right. Well, white people riot, too. OK, yeah. All right. So here we go. Men never say they sorry. Yep. And I'm not speaking for all, but all women I've encountered ever can't ever admit they're wrong. If you're in a relationship is like this, you're in a relationship with the narcissist. Well, you are in a relationship with the narcissist and this is normie humor. Of course, the projection is that the man is the narcissist. We're making it up. We're controlling and insecure, right? We're the ones. But at the end of the day, they kind of know what they're doing. They go back to junior high school. And they do this, and normies eat that shit up. They love it. They love it. All right, let's go to the next bit of normie humor here. We do have what I talk about, sexless marriages. Now, anybody who's married or in a relationship, you're not proving you're good with women. You're proving that you're willing to put up with BS longer than other people. That's all that is. All right, the days are gone where a guy could say, well, look, I got a wife, so you suck with women. No, <laughs> those days are gone. You're just willing to put up with more bullshit. Now, this is the uh, marriage, and this is a normie humor as well. This is a wife. Let's go ahead and take you to the screen here. They're sharing this on the internet, so I'm gonna, just going to share it with you. Here's a wife that's going to say first year of marriage versus years later having kids. All right, let's continue with the, let's roll the program. Hi, be like. Oh boy, so funny! And of course, everybody's gonna agree. Oh, that's totally me. I totally do my husband like that. And then when I say, "Well, this is abuse," <laughs> this is admitting that you abuse your husband and that you are not living up to what the expectations are. Well, you're taking it too seriously. It's just a joke. Who hurt you, right? And I say, well, a lot of men deal with this in marriage. What is their what is their way out of this? Well, you got to hit it better and you got to be a lick and low lover. And then you do all that shit. Still the same bullshit. Right. And so um, you will deal with this. Dudes in marriages deal with this. Women in marriage deal with this on both sides. So, yeah. So oh, both sides. my husband doesn't have any interest in me. Have you have you swallowed a salami with your tongue? Nope. When was the last time you was nasty all over his salami? Pause. Nope. That was the last time. All right. When was the last time you did something to initiate? Well, here, here we have it. Um, I consider this admitting to abuse. It's gaslighting. It's actually reprehensible. Um, it's using your sex as leverage, which is not something that men want to sign up for. But then they think you hope strategists believe, oh, my woman's gonna be my woman's gonna be Larsa Pippen, and I'm gonna be Scotty Pippen banging my woman four times a day. You're not. You're not gonna be doing it. All right, let me just tell you, though, most people are sexless in their marriage so much that when they hear people, married people hear people having sex and they're like, wow, they had sex. <laughs> like they're surprised, like they're like Larsa Pippen gave it up to allegedly gave it up to Scotty four times a day. They're like, oh, now let me just tell you, it's, I don't believe that story, but they're shocked that people are having that much intimacy. Married men are the biggest consumers of pornography and they will never admit it. They're the biggest consumers on OnlyFans. They'll never admit it. You'll never see any data. Well, coach, where's the data to prove that? Guys, I was married. 
Dudes be jerking off married. They can't wait for their wife to leave the home to jerk off. You leaving home, going to the grocery store? Take your time. Squash, squash you. Take your time. Married dudes be out here the biggest imps. Married, do, married dudes get it the least. <laughs> married dude in a long-term relationship get true intimacy the least. All right, so we are telling you what's going on here. So let's get to the next one right here, Normie Humor. And guys, would you accept? would you accept laying your life on the line to provide and protect, to do half the chores? And she's looking at sex like this with you, all right? And most people suck at sex anyway, so don't tell me get better at sex. Most people are terrible at it. You're absolutely atrocious at it. Getting better is not going to help. Are you serious? I, I I had a chili dog for lunch, okay? I'm a little bloated. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it happens. It happens, especially in the middle of uh, the middle flyover states a.k.a. the Louisiana Purchase States, a.k.a. the marsh and the swamps and the cold areas, Kansas, Wyoming, right? Colorado, Nebraska, right? And everywhere in between and where all the Mastodons are in the South. All right. Here we Dad, what are you doing? Playing the ring game that he made, which is okay with me. Because he could definitely be fucking bitches right now. And he's playing a ring game in the kitchen. Leave my man. Let me tell you something. Married people have the worst sex lives out here. The worst. Do not let them fool you, man. Hey, ladies. Do not let me ask. Yeah. All right. Anyway, let's get to the next bit of normie humor. We got a man. This is really bad right here. Uh, this is apparently, oh, man, I got to turn the music down. Oh, gosh. All right. I'm going to get a copyright notice for this. But uh, this is a man. Uh, uh, look, at, look at these two wonderful lovebirds here. Uh, they cannot help. Guys, this is, boy, I mean, I listen, this looks like fun, right? Instead of folding your wife up, you're both sitting there looking at your phones. All right. But uh, when husband puts his phone down, all right, let's go ahead and listen. Let's look at this one. 58,000 likes. All the normie comments in here. Let's get to the normie comments. All right, let's see this. All right, husband puts his phone down. Wife, oh, ooh, he kisses her on the forehead. All right, all that attention. Lovely. What a wonderful man. And she got her feet out. He does too, but I ain't looking. When wife puts her phone down, here we go. Yeah. What are you doing? What do you mean? I put my phone down. Okay, and? You should put your phone down. Why? It's an international rule. <gasps> when a wife puts her phone down, a husband should put their phone down. Yeah, but I'm still put doing... your phone down. Now what? Go watch TV. Boy, that was a real knee slapper. Oh, that was fantastic. Oh, boy. That's just like my marriage. Oh, that's what. How about when she puts her phone down, she puts her pants down? Mm. Nobody? No? That's disrespectful, huh? 
I guess I'm being disrespectful if I say something like that. I'm being a misogynist. I'm being an abuser. I'm being a entitled husband. <laughs> right <laughs> now, you know what I mean. This is this is the this is why I tell you, married men are the least in in today's world. Married men are the least successful with women. They put up with all kind of bullshit on a daily basis to the point that Dr. Dre, it took him 57 years to figure it out. Like, oh, my God, like, what was I doing? Exactly. You're putting up with a lot of bullshit that you that nobody has an answer to except for dating coaches. All right. And it says right here, it's an international rule. So cute. Look at the normies in here eating it up. LOL, I respect how he maintains peace with his wife. Mm. Oh, Normie's eating that shit up. <laughs> All right. <laughs> when a wife puts her phone down, she needs her husband's attention. Oh, my goodness, boy. I tell mm. you, man, they eating this shit up. I shared this video to my husband to let him know that I'm not the only one wife like this. Oh, my goodness. My Lord. Now what? I go watch TV. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, 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 ha. Boy, I tell you, man, the dark side is way better than this, man. See me at the junior college, please. <laughs> See me at the junior college. Boy, normies be eating this shit. <laughs> man, I tell you, man, we gone. We gone. Oh, the humanity. We gone as men. What the hell? Are you serious, bro? What, you, what are we doing, man? What are we even doing in this world today? Lord have mercy. Do me a favor. Hit the like button. We about to get belly deli up in here in a minute. If them likes don't go up, I need at least 1,200 likes. At least. Give me some respect around here. All right, give me some respect. I get no respect. Let's get back over to the cash app after this. All right, no government name, BH. Shout out to you for your cash app over here. Shout out to Marlboro number two, paid locals members, but the links have not been working for me. For some reason, I don't know what's going on with the links. I may be able to click, but uh, let me know. Let me know, man. All right, let me know what up. Shout out to Nest, Nest Egg Vault in the building. Thank you for your contribution. Thank you for coming in and to support this show. Hit me up. All right, shout out to my man, Mo Mark. Thanks for all that you do. Shout out to the coach gang. We back. Mr. Todd C, CGA, the coach gang army. We in here. We keeping it real. And Mr. Eric says for the junior college fund. Because a young woman's a terrible thing to waste. We need PayPal love. PayPal is like me, coach, me. We need some love here. Oh, man, they got me. Hold up for a second. Oh, they got me twice. Hold up for a second. What is going on here? This is terrible. PayPal. Oh, they want me to do a security challenge. Oh, what are we doing here? What is this? All right, hold on for a second. They want me to select mountains and refrigerators. All right, traffic lights. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> all right, traffic lights. I got them all, man. Stop messing with me. All right, there we go right there. All right, we got it, man. They want me shuffling and sniggling. We got PayPal love. We got a couple of people. Uh, Moose Hefner is in the building. What did you have to say? We got five. He says, uh, Moose Hefner, I went to the movies over the weekend, and there's a comedy movie coming out in which the parents of a 19-year-old male hire a woman in her 30s to date their son. 
because he never comes out of his room and they basically want to turn him out. New, 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 new world order. We're getting to a weird point, but it is. Oh, whoa, my goodness. Somebody hit me up with a bill. All right. Uh, let's see here. We're getting to weird territory. <laughs> We're getting to some weird territory. Good morning, coach. This is from my man, Mr. Groove or Grove. He says, once again, thank you for bringing this hardcore truth every day, saving men. Everything this man says is 100% true. 100. I've been bad in a thousand. He says, a couple of weeks ago, you were talking about suburban white men suffering in silence. Hit home hard because that was me. You just feel stuck and you cannot leave because Kaylee's be baby trapping these men and pulling the bait and switch. Then they incentivize to leave by the family court. We're going to touch on this. This is what the divorce overtures conversation, the meat on the bone missed out, missed out on never going back to the plantation of marriage. Again, y'all can catch me on the free agent lifestyle channel, living it uh, for living life, rolling deep with the coach gang and at the junior college. Shout out to the best in the biz CGA, baby. You listen to the best show on YouTube. Best. You know what I mean? People take a topic, they put the thumbnail up and just repeat themselves for three hours. I'll be like, mm. <laughs> soon as they come on, they start, all right, the topic of the show, divorcing over chores. They go for an hour and 45 minutes, three hours. I'm like, you can't stretch content out like that. Good Lord. You covered the point the first 15 minutes. And then they go back to repeating the same point for about an hour and 30 minutes. Like, Lord, Jesus. Mm. At least I give y'all a show. All right. Shout out to Chairman Mo. He says, Coach, come on. It is nighttime here in China, and I always watch you. Uh, watch your show for some of your show before I go to sleep. He says, I don't need to end up having nightmares tonight with all these mastodons out here that you have just shown us. Give me the buzzer. Well, that'll be the last thing on your mind. Where are we at here? You'll be loving some Mastodons by the end of this. And let me check over on Venmo to see what up. And then I'll come back. We got our man Jet. We'll call you B-Jet. He says, great stream. All right. We do have some people over here on the Notorious channel. And he says, Blue Baggin says, after a three-month hiatus, he's back on the junior college. We got counselor, counsel of Uruguay. He says, amazed people take a blue-haired Rainboy, soy boy, seriously hit the NWO because this is what they want men to be like. Yes, new, 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 new world order. The oh, I don't even want to start there. Maris causes divorce. The UK government has announced it will review the UK divorce laws as they are unclear, outdated, and depend on which judge you get. Women taking an L. Interesting. Mm. Interesting. I want to go deep into that. Pause. Just like I want to go deep into them. Big thick thighs that I showed earlier. Barry G says, Coach, you helped me realize something. What Megazork did, what Megazork did the black mighty Morphin Ranger have? What? I don't even know. What did what Megazork did the black more mighty more? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what that is. TJ Ship, I got five on it. Yeah, brother. All right, we got four more. We're gonna get onto the show. Roberto Moreno, shout out to the legal heat. CGA is certified Mexicano in here. Oh, yes, I am. Grew up in Southern California, and I know just enough Spanish to not get picked off by the essays. Not the cartello, though. If I went down to the cartello, I'm not that Mexicano. 
they will be picking, they will be sticking me for my paper down there. I'll be like, no more, no mucho dinero, no mucho dinero. I don't know. No, no comprendo. No comprende. I don't know what it is. All right, but y'all ninjas running around there thinking the police is your friend. You see that sister that went down there? Not the one that lost her life. There was another rapper that went down to Mexico for some booty, some, some sort of surgical procedure. And the police pulled them over and start sticking them for their paper. Y'all better get it. <laughs> no mas. No mas. All right. No mucho gusto. <laughs> Jesus. All right. All right. Anyway, shout out to Speaking My Mind. Haven't heard the Griff song in a while. Should I grift? I'll get to it. Yeah, man. The male Jameson says men think it's funny to be disrespected by women and poor women, a poor way to show young men how to move in life. Yeah, that's the that's what I call the subservient language and behaviors that we teach men to accept women's bad behavior, bad behavior. And ladies, I don't want to hear this shit about not all women do this. You know, women are doing bad behavior. Let's acknowledge the shit. I acknowledge when men behave poorly. I don't I don't like men behaving poorly. I always tell you, like, I don't like this running game shit and, and this running around manipulating women and, and treating them like dark garbage and all that stuff because it basically validates them, right? Like you stole something from them. I don't like that. I, I really don't like that. I don't, I don't like that type of behavior. I also say, don't sleep with another man's wife. I tell you, I tell you when men messing up, but then when I start saying, well, this is women's bad behavior. Well, not all of us do. I don't care about what uh, not all women do, right? When was that part of the conversation? That's not a part of the conversation. We're not trying to do no damn Uno reverse card on the conversation. Well, what about when the men do? No, I'm talking about you. I'm talking about you right now. And you know, if you don't do it, you know somebody else that does it. You know somebody else doing this behavior and you are aiding and abetting this behavior many times. So we don't discuss whether all people do it. We ain't brought here no deflect, all right? We not we don't got the Wonder Woman cuffs where you could just deflect, deflect. Let's keep the subject matter on what it is. When I talk about toxic single mothers who are using their kids against fathers, well, I don't do that. We, we don't care. You probably aided and abetted another woman doing it. So your hands ain't clean either. Tired of this deflection bullshit. Tired of this deflection bullshit. That's why I can't have guests on here. But apparently that's how you go viral. Get dumb women on your podcast. All right. All right. Uh, shout out to Fresh and Fit. They are the originators. Everybody else, copycats. Yes, indeed. All right. Shout out to Nax Pick says time to shuffle into the first day of spring. Spring is front sprung. And these ladies are out here hungry. Let me do one more. Brown through my note. Shout out to the wives that are in these streets. Shout out to y'all out here. In these streets. Ladies, if you got permission from your husband, I will fold your ass up. All right, listen. But there was a guy that recently got, he went in there and tried to dig out some man's wife. And that man dug a whole bunch of firearm bullets into his back. And he got what he deserved. <laughs> right? Listen, if you get shot digging out another man's wife and he comes to the crib and you out there booty up, penetrating his wife without his knowledge uh, justice served justice served absolutely you should eat all of them bullets up eat all of them and i'm not just i'm not telling you to do it i'm just saying you got what you deserve <laughs> right look i don't just cape for men out here men if you out here acting dirty and stupid like that eat them bullets <laughs> eat them up go on and get you got what you, hey listen you can't be out here doing stupid shit. All right, where we at? 
It ain't worth it. <laughs> All right. Let me see here. We got the next episode. When the wall hits, women really run out of options. Let's talk about this, man. I know people keep denying the wall, but listen, you don't want to be, you don't want to be a 40, 50 year old woman out here. Woman. All right. It is what it is. Uh, they're going to act like they're having fun out here. All they're doing is getting filled up with salami. They smuggle in salami. Good for you. That, that, that's not impressive. Right. You're doing the easiest thing you could actually do in life. Smuggling salami. That's not impressive. Now, if I get up to that and I start having somebody now, that's impressive. Just look at me. All right. So anyway, here's a show. Here's a show that's going to come on the Peacock. The Peacock. <laughs> the Peacock Network. If I play this clip, they're definitely going to give me a copyright notice. Uh, let's give you a preview. As individual women, all of us have experienced very public relationships. It's really hard for me to let my guard down, but it's time to kind of take the bricks down. Let, can I speak to the community for a second? Hey, white folks, leave. Can y'all can y'all can y'all plug your ears real quick, white folks, so they don't think I'm pandering to you? All right, because I'm not pandering to you. I'm about to hit some truth here. First of all, there's no such thing as three queens. Let's get that off the table. Number two, we got to stop talking about old black women as if they're young. And then we got to stop uh, uh, telling dudes they're predators for talking about the young black women, <laughs> right? We still out here talking about Nia Long and all of these women that's about to come across the screen who they've been ran through more times than the Holland Tunnel. All right, come on, man. We still, no, man, these aren't queens, man. Let's get some young girls back up on the table. Let's let's put some young meat up. Let's get a yeah, Chloe Bailey. Let's talk about her. Let's talk about that damn Zendaya. Let's put them up there. Let's let, let, we they top billing. We're not talking about Angela Bassett no more. We're not talking about Angela Bassett. She been out here. She had her chance. All right. Let the young girls get some shine. You know what I mean? Like they don't let young girls get no shine. Where's Whitney Houston? We need to bring Whitney back. She would actually let young girls get shine. All right. You know what I mean? She bring Monica up on the stage. She bring the girls up. And if you can say she like, hey, she she'll say, look, look, look at this young girl. But nah, these hater women today, they still ride it out. 50, 60 years old. Mm. What are we doing? Just take a chill pill. You had your time. All right. Now you faking the funk with a nasty dunk. Let's continue here. Uh, three queens. I can't wait. Who are the three queens we talking about here? I'm just looking for that. Zing and spark something I can't shake. All right, so this should say simps. All right, this is not kings. These are simps. Let's just call it what it is. And this is the hardcore truth. These dudes are about to go get some old roast beef sandwiches. They might as well go to a Arby's leftover dealership. I mean, what are we doing here? These simps are about to go and pander. Who was Vivica Fox one of them? What? Vivica Fox? Nivea? Nivea. And who was the other one? Tamar Braxton. Who was the other one? My Lord. Damn. 21 man. Look at this is the hold up. What we doing, man? We need to start coming back. We we need to get some truth, man. This is what we doing right here. Look at this right here. Look at this. Oh, the humanity. They get a show. How old is this woman? Is this Nivea talking about some soap, powder, bleach, powder, fabric, softener, dollar? What are we talking about? She at the laundromat still or what? 
She's still with Lil Wayne or what? <laughs> like, who are we doing here? Look at this, man. All right, what, what else do we got here? And I have to do this for copyright purposes. Okay, let's go ahead and get the breath. We got tattoo on the chest. Oh, man, this is, this is, man, what are we doing? Oh, the humanity. And you're going to have to pray for us. We're ready. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Hey, brothers, we got to change our, we got to change our behavior, man. We, we complain about where we are in life, but we only think with our salami. It's sad. Like your whole, your whole, <laughs> your whole every day you wake up, Johnson. You got Johnson on the breath. And then you wonder why you behind in life. I always give dudes a reason to why to get ahead in life. And then Johnson comes second. Y'all be putting out here having all this value. You can actually take over the world, but old women. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Old washed up women. Yeah, that's my priority. I'm going to just throw some just for men in my beard. Do some push-ups and I can get all the older women I want. This also puts to bed the conversation that uh, y'all out here banging Nothing but slump busters. Y'all be out here banging slump busters and then bragging. Y'all be out here bragging like, like y'all winning. Yeah, that brother's starving. <laughs> Pride yourself on slump busting. All right, shout out to this dude right here. And if you ever saw me in person, he tried to pick me apart. That's why I carried the jammy. I'm in an open carry state. Yeah, you can't get to it. I ain't gonna let you get I ain't gonna let you get to, to, to arms distance now. <laughs> All right, let's go back to continue the debauchery here. Here we go. This process isn't for guys who get intimidated. All right. Rod Ho Rodney Pete and Holly Robinson Pete. Shout out to them. They had a successful marriage for a long time. But uh, Holly Holly Robinson Pete. Oh, man. Not even with the makeup job can we save this. Let's continue. Me meanwhile, look at Rodney Pete. Rodney Pete looked like he could still throw five interceptions for the Lions right now. Like Rodney Pete has gained some weight. But look at Rodney Pete and look at Holly Robinson Pete. She was the catch. Rodney Pete can hand the ball off to uh, at least Barry Sanders. You know what I mean? Like he can't mess that shit up. Hey, man, throw the ball away, man. Throw the ball to the other team's jersey. All right, here we go. You like nipple clamps, this? I'm open to it. We can write those songs together, man. Don't have to. Making you smile is what matters to me. Does he make your spirit jump or your I don't know if he's genuine. You can't come over here trying to be funny. I told you that to your face. I wanted to be the real man. It is not going to be easy to become a king to one of our queens. So that door is open. Oh, that door is wide open. Oh, uh, see, that's how you got there. Who is this woman right here? See, this is how they got there. Doing the swinging gate. This is how they got there, and they wonder why nobody go and wipe them up. Why nobody wants, and listen, if they're doing what they want to do, keep being out here, ladies. Listen, you are, you can be used for recreational purposes. In these streets. What I'm telling you is I will use you for recreational purposes, but I don't want to hear about no love. You see this? Oh, oh man, this is terrible, man. I tell you, man, y'all can't win in life. Uh, This is de definitely programming. New, 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 new world order. I mean, I don't even want to even imagine. All right. I don't even want to imagine. All right, so let's get into this one right here. Uh, this woman is going to talk about. Uh, she's going to talk about, excuse me, uh, what he won't do, the next man will. This mindset. So she's actually going to back up some of the things that I talk about. The mindset that women have time. They don't. We're going to get the chili here in a minute, I believe. 
But then she's going to say, ladies, y'all better figure it out. You're going to be out here lonely, and we're going to have another woman even validate this right here. And I don't want to hear about the lonely men under 30. We'll talk about that later. Here we go right here. Let's let's let her rip with this curly hair. Ladies, you know I love you to death, but y'all got to stop with this goofy-ass cap of what he won't do, the next man will. As a 38-year-old eligible bachelorette, I could tell you right now, the next man probably won't. You get it worse from him. But something that I really want to discuss with y'all and this is going to catch me smoke, but you can't cancel reality. The playing field is not level. There are more good single women than there are good single men. And the reality is what you won't do, the next bitch actually will. There are good women with good pussy and good credit and good manners, thirsty as fuck to come scoop up a man who will go 50% on the bills and come home at night to play his little fucking game. You feel me? You're so worried about aesthetics and keeping up with the Joneses and what so-and-so did on fucking Instagram. You feel like your man ain't putting on for you. Let me tell you something. A good man is a man who comes home every night. It's a man who listens and communicates to you. It's a man who doesn't cheat. It's a man who pays bills and shows up for the children and fixes things where he can. That's a damn good fucking man. And the same way that you want to be loved, he wants to be loved too. Everybody is a fucking prize, not just you. Stop expecting these men to jump through fucking hoops to earn your love, but you're asking for a love that you can't even fucking reciprocate. You got to be willing to give what you want to fucking get in order for that shit to fucking last. So if you got a good man, start pouring into him and stop dangling greener pastures in front of his face. Because if you had it like that, you'd have it like that. Well, I mean, listen, listen, <laughs> ladies, are there ladies in the building? Ladies of the coach gang, let yourself be, let your presence be felt right now. Let your presence be felt, ladies of the coach gang, because um, I know you're here. You guys watch, and um, you're here for advice. You're tired of the women misleading you and leading you down the path of hitting the wall and making videos like this. Ladies of the coach gang, uh, the 10 toes up gang, let, let yourself be known. And I'm going to give you this bit of advice, and I don't mean this as a negative way. This is the most positive thing that I can tell you. If this woman talked less, she would have what she wanted. She would have exactly what she wanted. And this is no, hey, listen, you can talk, but just not around me. You know what I mean? Like, if you talk less, you could have the world at your feet. I'm just letting you know. Listen, I, I know it sounds misogynist, but if you just shut up just for a little bit, I know, man, I know. You want to tell me how smart you are, and I got degrees. You want to tell me all the things that you've learned in college. I graduated college. from college with my bachelor's at 20 with a degree in communication sciences with an emphasis in speech and language pathology. I might think about simping if she was actually 15 years younger, but I'm just letting you know here, she got everything she need right there in front of me, plus that filter on her face. But if she actually was just like, I'm going to be quiet this week, like you would have the world. I would give you the world. Now, listen, when you're with your friends and your little family, because I'm not your little friend out here, when with your friend or family, talk all you want, potty mouth. All right, talk all you want and go back and talk to your friends. Boricua, Morena, talk, do whatever you want, man. But when you with me, just be like, okay, and you'll you'll have the world. <laughs> you know what I mean? You have the world. But no, but what she's saying is facts as well because she's she said there's a lot more good women than there are good men left. That's sort of misleading. What I'm going to tell you is. They made it easy for a lot of men, right? They've all led with their peace leaves, and we got it. We sampled it. We test-drived it, and we realized it ain't all that. See, guys that realize that it's, it ain't all that, you're willing to just give them a couple of dollars just to get out of your life. Mm. All right, but guys that pedestal, 
pedestalize it. And then they say, well, they're nothing special, but you continue to run out there and validate them. It makes no sense. That means you think it's special. All right. But they all got one. There's like four billion of them walking around the face of the earth and you can get them silent and you can get them how you want it. But you out here won't leave your neighborhood. But she's actually right. Um, the reason why women aren't getting what they want is because they think they can go find the knight in shining armor. Those guys are all kind of they're not out here. Always tell married women, do not jump out here. If you run out here and leave your man and he's treating you halfway decent, that's a win. Because <laughs> if you come out here, all you're going to get is fed. All right. And not with food. Okay. But this mentality that there's another man that will, he will temporarily until he gets what he wants. And then he's going to bounce. It, it is what it is. So I always try to warn people of this. And, you know, men before me, men before me have warned, men after me have warned. And still, they ain't listening. Now, another young, another young woman is going to back what she said up. Are you ready? Y'all ready for this? Hold on for a second. Y'all ready? Y'all ready for this? Yeah, you're going to get protein shakes. That's what you're going to get. <laughs> All right. That's a shout out to uh, Rembrandt Artist. That's what you're going to get. You're going to get fed protein shakes. All right. Um, Here's Linnell. All right. Shout out to Lunell. Check her out right here. Oh, the humanity. All right. But they don't listen. Linnell says black women over 50 are the best kept secret in the country. If you know, you know. But are also the most romantically neglected demographic on the planet, I ought to know. And she's married. She's married. Lunell is married. I don't know who the hell she, who married her, but that's neither here nor there. But this is this what becomes their reality because black don't crack, right? So they still think they maintain a little level of attractiveness because their skin has melanin in it and it doesn't reflect their true age. All right, but their mentality What's on the inside is what matters. And so now Lunell's running around here saying, hey, you know, it's lonely. Even for a woman who is a celebrity, it's lonely. Now, they're not the best kept secret. Some of the best sex you're going to get, peace leave you're going to get, is from women in this age group. It's going to be great. It's going to be juicy. It's going to be all that stuff. And if you look past all the damage that has been done to them over a 30, 40-year period, yeah, it can be good for you. Like I said, practice. Recreational material at best. But after I come to my senses, I'm a, it's done. After my beer goggles have opened up, after I done took my glasses off, and then I had the post-nut clarity, I done looked at what I did, and I'm mortified. And I'm sitting there going, now, was this worth it? It was kind of worth it. It was better than putting up with it. It was easy. All I had to do was give her a glass of wine. Now I'm sitting here looking at this and I'm mortified. I'm questioning my life. Is she trying to kiss me and doing all this stuff? I'm like, ma'am, do not touch me with them ham hocks at the end of your hand. Looking like pig's feet at the end. Of, do not touch me with them burnt fingertips. All right. I don't want no parts of this. Yeah. Your inner self starts coming back. And yes, you come to your senses and you're like, what am I doing here? What am I doing here? What, what did I do? And why did I waste the last three hours trying to get this? Mm. <laughs> right? But but they think they can transact that into relationships. And that's not true. Mm. That's not true. All right. It's not true. So uh despite the fact that you got uh, you got chili, uh you, you got the uh you got the uh Nivea out here, and you got them throwing Hail Marys trying to transact sex into relationships. 
It's not going to happen for you. And of course, why is this with black women all the time? You see white women doing this. It could be look, a white women at the age of 50 be already looking like they 65. You know what I mean? So they can't say this. But because her skin seems to be somewhat um pretty good, healthy. I mean, listen, I'm not simping for her. They think they still have the relation with the relationship transactional. They don't. You're not transacting a relationship. You're going to get ran through. And ladies and gentlemen, if you're new here, I do have the seven levels of mate qualifications. Review them below. I'll go them do them pretty swiftly here. And one is they do not qualify. Number two, service provider. Number three, practice. Number four, concubine or harem. Number five, they're a regular part of your rotation. Number six, they're a pretender. And last, contender. And as you go down the list, it starts to become less and less, right? The content, the contenders are very few. Okay. So yeah, she could be recreational material. Let's get back to the point. And we got uh we're still got the main event coming up. Uh we got Chili. Chili, 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 Chili Willy, Chili from TLC. Now, th- this brings this brings delusion to another level. Not only does it bring delusion to the, another level, it brings unhealthy behavior to another level. Meaning that just because you can doesn't mean you should. Once we bring out the calculator, it does not make sense. You got Ashanti out here. Again, you look good for your age, but come on. Let's not do this. Chili reacts to boyfriend Matthew Lawrence's statement about having kids together. She says, you never know. Now, you never know. You never know. Having children, bruh. I don't even want to need to read this article, but we're going to do it. We're going to do it and show you where we're out. We've entered in the clown territory now. <laughs> All right, like, come on, bro. What are we doing out here? What What is this shit? <laughs> Matthew Lawrence. Who is he? Wait, Matthew Lawrence. I don't know. Wait a minute. Who are you? <laughs> Ling Ling ad over here. Somebody pointed out. Ling Ling. All right. Shout out to him. You, I, they be stealing my content out here. Now they done made a per- thing called Ling Ling. I'll buy it. Where's my Where's my wallet? I got money. Chili was fine as hell like 34 years ago. 34, three decades and a half, like Arsenio Hall Chili. <laughs> That's when she should have been like, let me push my chips into the center. You know what I mean? Oh, it's Joey Lord. Let me push my chips in like 34 years ago on Arsenio Hall. But no, nope. Now nah, I'm going to ride this shit out. She is 52 years old. 52. And we still out here. We still out here going, yeah, you got a chance at this. Like, we can. When I tell you that the red pill, even the best red pill people are purple pill at best, you are afraid to tell these people that they're out of their damn mind. First of all, first of all, let's just say, you're not having babies the 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 regular way. Not even if you get the um, not even if you get the uh, uh why is this slipping my mind? And not even if you get inseminated, you ain't carrying. That's number one. I hate to deliver the truth. IVF. Not even if you get in vitro, it ain't gonna happen. Zero. 
<laughs> Zero percentage. Okay, now, let's just say she hires a surrogate. All right, because that's where, well, she could hire a surrogate, and he could hire a surrogate. Okay, because that's what I think, Um, uh, what's the girl's name? Sierra and Russell Wilson. I believe they hire a surrogate. There's a lot of women hiring surrogates. Even if they hire a surrogate, if they hire a surrogate. All right. Um, Again, let's do the math. She's 52. Baby comes out tomorrow. She's 52. By the time the kid walks across the graduation stage, she's 71. 70. Man, who, who's doing this shit? <laughs> what? Why would you do that? Why, like, why would you do that for real? Why would you do that to that poor kid? This is absolutely reprehensible. Why, why would you even do that? That is not. This is not responsible parenting. This is selfish behavior. Like you're gonna be dead under the you're gonna be under the ground by the time the kid hits 25 at best. This is goofy. I mean, it's not a factory, even the wall. This is goes beyond that. This is irresponsible. This is irresponsible to even think about it. No, man, pack it up. You missed that part of your life. Move on. What do you mean you never know? Rosalind, Rosanda, Chili Thomas is weighing in on whether she sees having children with her boyfriend, Matthew Lawrence, in the future. In the future. In the future. In the future. So we're not talking about tomorrow. She's 52 now. She's talking about in the... <laughs> Hold up. She says... The TLC singer, age 52, said in a radio interview that I don't care to mention their name. Everybody thinks they can do this shit, but they can't do it like the King of Kings. She said Friday that the only time, only time will tell if she and Lawrence, age 43, will have kids together. Only time will tell. Quote, you never know, Chili said on the broadcast per page six. I would never say that I'm done. Oh, the humanity. The singer did note that, however, that she does have a prerequisite prerequisite before she would consider expanding her family. Quote, I got to be married for sure, and I'm not married yet. Send it. We can't be honest with people anymore. Clearly, we cannot be honest with people. It First of all, it's irresponsible to do what you're doing. It doesn't make sense for humanity. It's a purely selfish driven thing that you're not going to be able to be there for the fine points of your child's life. We know this. And if you do, you're going to have, you're not even going to remember it, but we are out here saying that. Yes, indeed, this is possible. It's responsible. You could do it for your own self. Somebody's got to take care of the kid. It's getting out of hand. It's getting out of hand. All right, let's get to the last one here. Then we'll catch up with the contributions to the day show getting out of hand here. This is going to be, Oh man, another one. And why it these are all why is it always the black women? You know what I mean? Like, I swear to God, because they can hold a little bit of sexual marketplace value. And not only that, black men tend to be overwhelmingly simps and they lie to women all the time. I don't, I don't like men lying to women. Be direct. All right. But this is the way, only way you can get desires and pleasures. So you lie. And then they go about their lives believing the lies that you told them. Right. The lies of the net, the last man, the lies of the last man. 
then this is what happens. So we got a woman here that's going to talk about, um, you know, she's going to get the reality of the de-evolution. My book, get the book, de-evolution. Let's hit this woman. And uh, let's see her, uh, what she has to say. I I interesting conversation here. Go ahead and let it rip, young lady. Here's the thing. I am truly struggling to understand how I am supposed to work a corporate job, have a side hustle because, you know, capitalism, have a passion project so I don't lose my soul, cook so I'm not eating out every day, hurting my body, work out so I can stay sane and healthy, have a social life so I'm not a hermit, have a love life so I experience healthy connection, keep my hair done, which I'm obviously failing at, keep my nails done, stay in touch with friends and family with 24 hours a day. And I don't even have kids. So the fact that some of y'all do this with children and like a husband is really outside of my realm of understanding because I'm struggling. Here's the thing. I am truly struggling. To well, I mean, listen, you know, you make a deal with the devil. You know what I mean? You, you fall for the apple in the garden in Eden. This is what you get because you were told you could have it all. You could you were told that you didn't need no man. You were told that you were strong and independent. You were told these things. You were told that there would be a knight in shining armor at the end. There'll be plenty of men. I don't have to rush. I can, I can, I can put off on the baby making. I can put off on being a wife and then I can have it all, build up my job, build up my career. And then when I'm ready, I can settle down. This is how I wrote why this is why I wrote the book The Evolution. And this is why I don't feel sorry for many, many people. I'm like, you made your own bed. It's time to lie in it. Because you've been sold a bill of goods. And everybody's been talking about this. But I wrote the book on this. The evolution. Wrote it 2019. I said at some particular point, they're gonna come to a point where many of them, not all, some of some, some will be fine, but a lot of them will figure out I painted myself in this corner. Remember, I tell you. Women paint themselves in corners or they mop themselves into the corner and then they want help. How come you guys ain't helping? We the least protected or we're the most unprotected. Where are the guys? How come the guys aren't acting good? Where are the guys that want relationships? What happened? Where did all the men Where are the guys go? that's going to do this and take something off my hands? Now, she's not asking for a guy. She's asking, how am I supposed to do all of this shit? Well, first of all, in a common sense world, you were not supposed to do all this shit. <laughs> like, in a common sense world, you weren't supposed to get that far. All right. But the government upheld you. Corporations hired you for double quotas. You had a false sense of security. You didn't realize that you were entrapped and ensnared in a trap. You got trapped. And now you tell asking the world how to get out of this spider web. Uh, baby, you're in the spider web, baby. Enjoy feminism. Feminism has freed men. Now I no longer have to take on that burden. But you have to live this out for what? The next 40 years. You have to live this out for the next 40 years. Deal with it. You chose that path. There's no turning back. And nobody's coming to save you. Nobody's coming to save you. You were warned multiple times. Enjoy the box wine. Enjoy the Purina. Enjoy not having holidays where everybody's off on a holiday and you're by yourself. Enjoy getting that weave done every week and throwing thousands of dollars down the drain. Enjoy working at your corporate America job. That's your reward. 
enjoy getting your chip in your in your wrist so you can scan yourself into your corporate office and enjoy the cubicle. Enjoy getting laid off when you and when you age out. I mean, listen, <laughs> enjoy it. Enjoy trying to figure out how to get all of this done and in a bad economic decline that we're in now. Now, you guys don't listen because you want to be in control. <laughs> Enjoy being bent over by the new, 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 new world order. <laughs> Enjoy the life. Enjoy that barbecue and enjoy me folding your ass up. Oh, I'm going to fold it's you. barbecue in By now. the way, this again, this lady can get folded up. She can come over to CGH grip. I will fold that ass up. All right. I'm going to give it my best effort. After that, mm. I got barbecue. It's barbecue in there. That's all you getting. These men don't want to commit. What a time to live in, man. But it's the best time for men. Uh, a lot of men are uh, um, are mad at, um, you guys are mad at uh, feminism. I get it. But feminism freed men. It's plain and simple. When you figure it out, it freed you. Now, you're not going to be able to enjoy the fruits of the freedom of feminism until you're about, you know, if you're really young and get your life together, you can figure it out by age 28. Because they be out here hungry, hungry hippos. There's some girls out here. They hungry. They hungry. And they as young as you want them legally. <laughs> you can get it and they don't give a damn. They just want some food. They out here feasting. They out here needing rent paid. Your rent's due, motherfucker. <laughs> they in a bind out here. I'm in a bind, Nate. And there's 30-year-old women, 40-year-old women. They out here rent due. Your rent's due, motherfucker. <laughs> all right it's crazy out here man but they out here try to figure out uh listen to her again and then we'll go to the super chats listen to this i should put the music behind this she's like can somebody explain to me she literally like can somebody explain to me how am i supposed to like how do you wrap your head around this that for the rest of your life <laughs> you're gonna be stuck there i hope you understand for the rest of your life you're going to be on this train. You're going to be on the love train and getting ran through in the process. Listen to this woman. I, I just want to know, how am I supposed to? Mm. Let me tell you how you're supposed to catch this L. I'm truly struggling to understand how am I supposed to be a slave? All right. That's basically what you are. You're a slave. You signed up for it. Slavery is a choice. Slavery was a choice. And you signed up for it. Yes. Mm -hmm. I don't want to hear this shit. Your ancestors are going to look back. And ask for reparations based on the slave job you did for yourself. Mm. Think of like my my grandmama, my auntie was out here. She was a slave. How was she a slave? They had her going to a job 60 hours a week, paying her peanuts. They forced her to go out and sneak a side hustle. And they forced her out there to go out and look presentable. She was a pure slave. We want reparations. Mm. She couldn't buy no house. She leased the house all her life. She just rented it all her life and had her property took from her. Reparations. Mm. <laughs> why she? Why she? Why you need reparations? She was a debt slave. She had student loan. She had student loan uh, payments. She couldn't pay back. Yeah, reparations for this debt slave. All right, let's go ahead and play her again. Here's the thing: I am truly struggling to understand how I am supposed to work a corporate job, have a side hustle because you know capitalism. Have a passion project so I don't lose my soul. Cook so I'm not eating out every day, hurting my body. Work out so I can stay sane and healthy. Have a social life so I'm not a hermit. 
have a love life so I experience healthy connection, keep my hair done, which I'm obviously failing at, keep my nails done, stay in touch with friends and family with 24 hours a day. And I don't even have kids. So the fact that some of y'all do this with children and like a husband is really outside of my realm of understanding because I'm struggling. You hear that? I'm struggling. Boy, that's the pure joy of feminism. Thank you, ladies. I love it. She's struggling out here, and you're going to be struggling for a long time. But uh, what you doing at 8 o'clock tonight? Let me know. All right? Because when you when you part of the nasty boys, I can tell you what you ain't struggling at, and I can take care of them needs. You know what I mean? And, hey, listen, I'm a nice guy. You'll get a bowl of jasmine rice. I'm not stingy out here. You'll get fed. You'll get fed, but you'll be back home in your bed. You ain't spending the night. Mm. <laughs> or you'll be back home. I can get better. I can get better. Okay, shout out to mental health out here. She's going to be, she's going to need some mental health therapy. All right, let's get to these super chats, man. This is crazy. This is great, but I love it. Hey, in the position I'm in in life right now, I love it. I love it. I'm like, this is, this is fantastic. All right. I don't have to deal with your shit. Go back to your little apartment box, please. Macaroni Tony, not sure if you've even seen it already, but one of the coach gang members went viral on Twitter in true free agent lifestyle fashion in his most recent video under the free agent lifestyle hashtag. I got to check it out. All right. I got to check that out. Um, I got to check out my hashtags. I don't know what up. All right. Shout out to the free agent lifestyle. It is the ultimate solution. Whenever you say CGA doesn't provide solutions, I wrote an entire book called The Free Agent Lifestyle. It is a solution. Now, just because you don't like the solution doesn't mean it's not a solution. Just say you don't like the solution. Well, I don't want to do that. Okay. Choose life. All right. No government name. Your podcast is getting me in trouble. I keep walking around and saying. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. To my coworkers and friends. Yeah, you can't do that. Can't do that. You're going to get in trouble. All right. Y'all at the job sniggling right now. Who at the job sniggling? You at your desk, they change you to your desk. You know what I mean? You walked in, they gave you your shackles and chains. They change you to your desk. You out there, data entry. Let me data. Let me enter some data into the computer. Mm. (laughs) All right, I'm going to enter some data here for my job. I feel so free. Can I have a break? They come unlock your chain. You can leave. (laughs) You walk off. You walk off. Rubbing your wrist. Damn. They really owe me today. Shit. All right. Get your smoke break. Get your ass back out here. Sit down and go. Get in there. They get the whip. Whipping your ass. Whip. Get your ass back to your desk. They put your chains on you. God dang. You looking at the clock? I got one hour and 45 minutes till lunch. These ninjas are man. And when I go on lunch, I'm going to take an extra five minutes. You out there entering your data, data entering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 12 o'clock come around. Oh, I'm okay. Wait, you be at the food truck spending $30 on a breakfast burrito. You sitting in your car, you sitting in your car like, I'm going to take a nap. But you scared to take a nap because you're going to come back late. You sitting in your car eating your breakfast burrito. I hate this shit. I hate this shit. (laughs) Thirty dollars for this shit, cardboard ass. HGMO eggs, all in this. GMO, HGMO. 
damn what time is it oh shit man an hour go by fast damn i already got to go back to my job you get out your car close your door get your ass back at your desk into that damn day what but get your ass at that desk you chained to your desk again god damn i get a 15 i get another 15 minute break in three hours fuck it i'm gonna enter the data slowly mother sucker <laughs> mm. all right who told your ass you could take an extra five minutes i saw you out there in that damn parking lot listening to cga no sonic blast oh hell no they have your ass hemmed up can you come to the hey look as soon as you get back uh can you come to the human resource department we got somebody to talk to you right here they be in there coming back eating from their lunch i heard you was listening to cga where we at <laughs> my man dejan says to answer the guy from earlier the black power ranger logo and megazord was the mastodon he says even in children's programming the brother liked them big girls oh so the okay got it the black power rangers logo and the magazine, okay, brothers, yes, they know. We like them, we like them round and big. And when I'm throwing a gig, where we at? We got uh Mr. Grove in the building. He says, damn, coach. He says, all over it. When you said, wait, when you said, wait, when you are with me, just nod and say, okay, sounds good. Okay, I got it. He says, I my last Kaylee, and yes, I'm a white guy that calls Kaylee's. Uh, calls him Kaylee because that's what they are. That's what they are. He says, Kaylee said to me in an argument once, because beautiful Kaylee's love to argue. She says, you think I'm just supposed to put this skirt on and heels and shut up? And he said, yes, Kaylee. Yes, that is exactly what high value guys like me want. Ladies, once you figure this out, drop the feminism boss babe-ish from your lives. Lives will be much better and guys will come back and date you again. We fight enough at work. We don't want to fight in our relationship. Shout out to my damn coach and the coach gang. Difficult thing to do. Difficult thing, difficult thing to do, ladies. I get it. That's like me. That's like you telling me don't follow your dreams and ambitions. You know what I mean? Like, I would be like, sorry, what? But that's essentially what you're telling me to do. You know, pour myself all into you. And guys are like, no, nah, I ain't doing that. <laughs> right? So it's difficult for me to give up my dreams and aspirations to please you. But I'm going to challenge you. I gave this challenge out to ladies worldwide. I'm teaching you how to win. I'm the only true speaker here on, on YouTube. I'm not going to pander to you. I'm going to tell you how you're going to win. The best thing you can do, and try this tonight. Ladies, are you willing? Do you want to win with men? Or do you want to fight with men? Because that's all we're doing. We're trying to prove each other wrong. And this is getting out of control here. We're both right and we're both wrong. But I'm going to tell you how you're going to win. Ladies, let me uh, listen. Let, I'm going to let you know. You want to know? Dudes are like, don't tell them the secret. Because look, I got, despite what you might want to know, I got competition. There's women competing for CGA. I know you don't want to hear this shit. I know you don't want to hear this shit, but I be watching them. I'm like, let me see. And some girls is just turning that. They just turn it in a regular assignment. They didn't copy, copy, paste. Let me copy what the, they ain't doing shit. And then I got some Kaylee's out here competing. 
they like, I'm in. I'm going to tell you what you're going to do. This is what you're going to do. He said, they're not going to do it anyways. Ladies, you're going to win with every man in your life. Every single dude. This is what's going to happen. After he does his bare minimum, because he's going to want to do the bare minimum. There's some bare minimum dudes out here. Coffee date, bare minimum ass ninjas, right? Uh, reprehensible dudes. But, you know, that's all they deserve. But, you know what I mean? They just going to coffee date themselves. Elizabeth Cruz says she's listening. Shout out to Elizabeth Cruz. There, Elizabeth is another name. All right, shout out to Elizabeth. So what you going to do. You're going to give them some of that. Pour some sugar on me. You're going to give them them sweet, sweet sugary walls. And give him some peace league. After he finishes up, whether he did it good or not, whether he did it good or not, after he roars, roar, he's going to roar like a lion. He's going to be making all kind of animal noise, growling like a bear. He's going to fall off of you, and he's going to want to take a nap. He's going to pass out for about five to 15 minutes. Let him pass out. What you're going to do is you're going to put your hand right here. Don't go. Don't go kissing him. Don't go breathing on him. Just lie over there and put your hand on his shoulder. Just give him a little touch. Very lightly. Little bit of touch. Don't roll over him on him. He doesn't want to. He doesn't want to be all up. Let him realize what he did. And I don't care how you look, ladies. This is going to work for you. I don't care how you look. Let him take a little bit of, and then, and then, and then, don't say nothing. Don't say anything. Don't say anything. Right? Let him doze off because this sleep he's going to go into, don't ask, well, why do men fall asleep? And why don't they give me mine? And don't, don't complain. You're going to win. Remember, you want to win. You don't want to complain. You're going to turn him off because if you start saying, well, where's mine? And you didn't last long enough. And why this? And why you don't want to cuddle? Why you don't want to kiss me? Why you don't want to? You're going to lose. You're losing. You're losing the guy. Now the guy wants to get out of there. Okay. He's like, damn, he didn't even get his nap. Okay. He can't even get his knockoff. He wants to get out of there. You're annoying him. Then, then what you're going to do when he dozes off, when he dozes off, you're comforting him. He doesn't want to get out of there. He wants to get out of there, but he's like, so you're being quiet. Then when he's comatose, when he's knocked the hell out, roll out of bed. Now, the smaller you are, the better, because you'll be able to get out of the bed without arousing him and waking him up. Tip out of bed. Go to the sink. Go to the sink and get a rag. Turn the water on and get it warm. Then what you're going to do is as he's <laughs> clean the man off, clean him off. Don't say nothing. Don't say what you're owed. You owe me $200. You owe me dinner. How come you do this? You don't never do this. Just, just clean him with that warm rag. Just go around him, clean him off. Don't say nothing. Shh. Don't say nothing. You still don't talk yet. Don't, don't talk yet. Then you're not done yet. Guys, this is going to be a layup. Then, then you're going to do one or two things. You're going to go downstairs or go where your kitchen is. I know y'all ain't got no upstairs downstairs. You're going to go in your kitchen. You're going to put some bacon on the stove. 
I don't care if this ain't your house. Well, what if it's his house? He got bacon. Go in there. Turn the bacon on, and then the first thing he's going to hear is not your voice. He's going to hear bacon crackling. He's going to hear bacon crackling. Now, ladies, you could be ugly. You could be a four, and this is going to work. It's going to be a layup. He's going to wake up. Is that bacon? <laughs> and then when he come downstairs or come to the kitchen, he going to see the bacon. Damn. You're amazing. My gosh. I take care of my man. That's the first thing you're going to say. Lay up. You got him. You got him. You, you got him. There's nothing. You don't have to do much after that. Because that at that point, you done done better. He'll eat the bacon looking at your gut hanging over your panties. Uh, He don't care. He like, okay. He'll eat it. You can have no makeup on. Your breath can still be stinking. <laughs> you got him. He going to come back next. He might spend the night. They try to get me. Look. New, 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 new world order. <laughs> they don't want to hear this. You got the dude. It's a layup. Ask him if he wants a mandate. I know. They were like, well, I don't have to do anything like that. Okay. Now, if you don't want to do any of those things, if you're too good of a woman and he need to clean me up and he need to cook, he need to cook bacon for me. God, look, done. You're, gonna, you're not going to win. You're, about to, you're putting yourself in almost what every other woman says. 90% of women are going to say something. Stuff. Well, you should be able to get up and clean me. You should be able to go get me a glass of water. You should be able to. Okay, I'm going to just, I'm ready to leave. I'm ready to leave. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I'm ready to go. I'm not dealing with this person no more. You just lost. You put yourself in with 90% of women. That's exactly what they're going to say. And we've heard it all already. And we ain't putting up with it. <laughs> right? But you can do what you want to do. Listen to your girlfriends keeping you single. Listen your, to your girlfriends getting you into a divorce. Do what you want to do. But you're doing what almost every woman does. And it don't take that much. Even the junior college chicks I be dealing with. Junior college chicks, they hit me up. I hit, we do the exchange. And then they wait for me to contact them. I'm like, I'm in the power position. And then it only takes one or two junior college girls to figure it out. Hi, how's it going? Hey, just want to say hi. Hope you wish you a happy day. They reach out. They reach out. They get to the front of the line. Then it's no problem. I'd be like, here, here, here. But the women that be like waiting for me, oh, well, I can find something better. Three weeks later, they're calling me up. Hey, we still want to get together? <clears throat> Stupid. But it is what it is. All right, shout out to them. Hey, did they get me on the stream here? New, 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 new world Hit the like order. button so they don't get me. But you can try it, ladies. Well, I tried it before. And you're still single. Uh, we got my man Neil says, Coach, if we lose the Muslims, we are done. Oh, man. He says, tell Abdul to get the rocks, Jezebel Stoning. Actually going to do a series on Medusa coming up. Medusa. All right, but... um. Yeah, man, if we're losing them, it's a rap scheme. Mike Hawk, black don't crack. It expands like a balloon. They forget about that part. They forget about that part. 
Shout out to Ashir said, stop talking about us nine to five ninjas, coach. We trying. They trying to break the they trying to break the trains of uh, slavery. I get it. Not everybody will. <laughs> All right. Not everybody will. You know what? 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 What got them to slavery? Um, listen. We teach you on the blue chip mindset that you volunteer for slavery. You guys doing it. Um, and it takes a while to escape. Imagine when you hear a guy in his 50s say, I'm finally debt free or a woman. I'm finally debt free. And the the sense of relief that they have by not having debt lets them know that they were in some sort of servitude. They were locked down. They couldn't make decisions. Even people who make money, NBA contracts and whatnot, even though they're making a lot, they're still somewhat not free. They can't really speak the way they want. They can't go to nightclubs and hire strippers. They can't flash firearms. If I did that, nobody would care. John Morant does it. Everybody cares. You're in some sort of servitude. Many of it you volunteer for. You volunteer for, and you can break it, but you're going to have to break your, you're going to have to change your mindset, and you're going to have to go against your family, your friends. You're going to have to lose family and friends. You're going to have to sacrifice, eat plates of shit for two years. You're going to have to do a whole bunch of this to break the cycle. Right? You're going to have to do this. But many of us start our lives, our adult lives off in this financial servitude, and it's voluntary. College, marriage, children, houses, car payments. The first 10 years of your adulthood, you sink yourself into significant debt, and you you volunteer for this. And many of you will not break it unless you hit a lick or you 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 use time to get out of it, which is essentially indent, indentured servants. You're an indentured servant for your entire life. It is what it is. New, 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 new world but order. they do, some people do do well with this indentured servitude. Most people fall into a collapse mode. They never dig themselves out. All right, but uh, this is all voluntary, but enjoy your lives. All right, shout out to the nine to fivers out here. We love you. We're not putting you down. Most of us are nine to fivers. Most of us are public schooling indoctrinated. I get it. I've been there. Scared. <laughs> all right, shout out to Shan. Says black men vacation Middle East, Middle Eastern countries can go for self. Was there a, um, I don't know what that meant. Sorry about that. Black men vacation Middle East countries can go for self. I think maybe you're saying go over there. Schedule P, those security captures train AI on image detection. Mm. AI is the real deal. We got, uh, let's see here. Oh, we way up here. Roberto Moreno, my dad used to always watch Married with Children show. When I was young and he laughed his ass off, now I know why he was the only one laughing. Yes, your wife, your well, not your wife, but your mom probably hated that your dad was hearing that. The Workday Show in Seattle, it's Hungry Hippo Spring, and that means Broke Girl Summer is right around the corner. And then they're going to be begging for relationships by fall. Okay, marriage causes divorce. UK XXs will start divorcing because divorce laws change. They'll start. Interesting. Arturo Hernandez with the thumbs up. All right. Lamel Jameson says black men need a code of conduct. Well. <laughs> mm. <laughs> no. Uh, it, well, we do need one. 
But uh, for, so for being the least successful people on relationships and marriage, we sure got a lot of opinions on how to make it work. I mean, we're the leading people on YouTube, Instagram. We're always the one. I don't hear, I don't see dudes that be sitting up in Wall Street executives, you know what I mean, making YouTube how to make the queen feel like a queen. What we need to do is what we need. They like, what are y'all talking about? Let's go make some money. You know what black men need is to go make some money. <laughs> That's what you need to go do. Go get some money. All this talent, all this eloquent speaking, all this Casanova shit, go get a bag, please. That's going to solve your problems, many of your problems, all right? But we got so many damn podcasters out here just ripping us off over here. They ripping us off. I don't mind a red pill dude ripping us off, but these blue pill softies and these, these purple pills coming over here ripping us the hell off. Not mentioning our names. And then they got all this shit to say, man, would you go be quiet? You're a heathen. You're messing with heathens and straggle daggles. It ain't going to never work. Give it up. Throw in the towel. Go get a bag, please. <laughs> all right, stop with all of this. What we need to do is. And then your girls out here kicking in the doors at McDonald's. All right, let me stop. Roberto Moreno says CGA three queefs. He says you can't make this ish up. And he also says executive producers for three queefs is Russell Wilson. I hope it's not. L Boogie says, what's up, coach? There's a video from CNBC showing XX is not having money in retirement. I actually showed that, I believe. Yeah, he says there were three women in their 60s who now live with each other. Feminism empowered them, but forgot to tell them to save money. I actually showed that video on the stream. It might have been a night stream. Broke it down. Dante, NG, and he says, sup, coach? He says, paying tuition before the gym, free agent lifestyle for life. Uh, Roberto Moreno got a lot to say. Thank you, brother. He says, I found myself complaining about the size of my ice cream cup yesterday. For real, this inflation is getting out of control. And guys, it is in game. And I warned you of this. This is why I told you no dead weight. Guys, the, the, the worse we get economically, the most, the worse the relationships have gotten. Um, the false sense of security is gone. It's gone, right? There's no more security. Not men aren't secure. Women are secure. Uh, we'll get to that here when we get to the divorce thing. And Abbott and Preach, Roberto Moreno, tell women your secrets on how to win with men. You will be a billionaire tomorrow. He says it ain't a grip, CGA. It's, it's about being smart. Get to that bag. Uh, we got to get sacrifices out here. People got to be willing to make sacrifices right here. All right. YouTube Trash Talker says, Coach, I told these ninjas attractive women are monetized community property. They said, they get it for free, right? And proceeded to show me some snuffle up against with eyelashes too. It's sad. Anyone, anyone, and I know there's a lot of people here. There's some people who are, you know, respectable small YouTubers, and they want to put keep their name in my mouth. In their mouth. Pause. Keep my name in their mouth. And I, I appreciate them. Please talk about me, but uh, have a larger audience. It seems like the larger YouTubers who watch me don't say my name. It's always the smaller ones. <laughs> right? But, um, but here's the deal. They be saying they out here winning and they I'm like, dude, please show me a picture. Please show me a picture, please. I'm waiting. Show me a picture of your W's. First of all, I can tell where you live geographically. You ain't slaying no attractive women. They might be attractive to you, but put them out here in a major metropolitan metropolis. You're you're banging down slump busters for free. And you ain't even getting them for free. 
or you ain't even getting them when you're breaking down in reality senses. You're not even getting them for free. But they will not show me their snuffleupagus with eyelashes. They're not showing them. I can bet 100% you're only banging out Mastodons at best. No, Coach, they fine. Look, it, look. And, and, and brothers, we got to stop. Because he has a fat booty, it's not, no. I don't care if her booty's fat. No, but look, but look at her. She thick. That, that is not an excuse <laughs> to be like, yeah, well, they be ashy. Yeah, be ashy booties and all that. I'd be like, why are you showing me this ashy booty chick? This is not a W. This is a L. <laughs> They'd be like, but look at her backside. Look, look, though. Look at her back, though. Look at her butt thick, though. Look at that bubble. And I'd be like, but they're. <sighs> she thick. Coach, she thick. She thick, though. Look. And I got a snow bunny. Look, she thick, too. Look at her bubble. I'm like, man, what are you guys doing out here? But anyway. Yeah, she thick is a cope. Stop. That's not an impressive. That's not impressive anymore. We got to put it into the, the booty thing. Now, if you like booty, that's one thing. But that's not going to be the only thing. that she Just because she's packing in the back. That's not a dub. <laughs> that's a fat L. Because turn her around. I'm telling you. Turn her around. And I'm going to tell you right there and there, look. I'll be like, look. <laughs> like, hey, look at this. All right, look, I got to get back to the show. This is getting reprehensible here. Look at all that wagon she dragging. No, look, they will not show their receipts. I'll be out here showing receipts. I'll be showing what I'm doing. I'll show you where I win. I'll show you where I lose. Most of y'all be losing and straight up running around here like y'all are winning. Mm. All because you don't pay. Like, that's the bottom line for you. Oh, my God. Well, I didn't break no bread. I only spent 35 bucks. You get what you pay for. And I didn't pay. All I did was ran game and text her and then waited two days and ran over to our house and spent five hours. And, bro, you paid big time. Then don't talk about the child support. Then I got put on child support. Oh, my Lord. It's getting stupid out here with these guys. But look, some guys think what I do is reprehensible, but it's getting flat out dumb. <laughs> All right. Anyway, the conversations, man, and women around here running around here. What are we doing? Shout out to the ladies out here watching me. We got a lot of female fans and some bitter realities of a divorce. We're going to use this to transition into the last main event topic, which is divorcing over chores. Oh, just wait. We're going to get into here. Here's the first one. Um, here's the first one. Uh, this woman's going to say how she divorced her husband, right? She's going to say, I went on vacation, did not miss my husband, so I'm divorcing him. Don't worry about this video. And there's going to be a lot of ads that pop up. I went on vacation and didn't miss my husband, so I'm divorcing him. So remember, when we get to the divorce over chores, remember these stories. Eat, pray, divorce. A UK mother of four had an epiphany about her marriage while on a 10-day girls trip to Greece. Stephanie Hansen went on vacation with her best girlfriends to somewhere in Greece in May of 2022 to celebrate her 40th birthday. Oh, boy. Right at 40, jump off point. This is the bait and switch. This is the marriage wheel. This is the marriage wheel. Quote, I had a moment of clarity at a hotel that I been uh, that I have been miserable in my marriage for as long as I can remember. Essentially, I'm not happy. 
So it took going on vacation with your girlfriends to realize I'm not happy. <laughs> oh, please tell me what you're not happy about. Uh, Hanson said now 41. She says, I was having the best time with my girls and the thought of going back home to my husband was awful. I'm not happy. <laughs> of course, he's the last to know. He's the last to know. Oh, no, she warned him. We're going to get to that. According to Hanson, the realization came to her while she was getting her back blown out. No, I take that back. The realization came when she was by the hotel pool. Oh, I went to Jamaica. I just sat by the pool. Well, you was looking at salami and Johnson and all of that stuff. And I'm sure it was more than a hotel pool. And now these are the people that are at the hotel pool. These are the girls going, I'm going to go live my best life after turning in 20 years worth of marriage. Yeah, they turn it in. Oh, the humanity. The husband said, why don't you go off with your girls? I'll be here with the kids. I'll take the kids to school. I'll go to work. I'll come back. I'll do the laundry. I'll make the kids meals. We'll make chicken nuggets, dino chicken nuggets and hot dogs and macaroni and cheese and give them graham cracker snacks and apples. I'll be here for a week, 10 days. 10 days, honey, I got I got it taken care of. You go off with your hand beasts. Oh, the humanity. And you go out there and you have fun. And when you come back, We'll just jump right back in our marriage. But she said, nope. She said, I'm not happy. <laughs> I'm living it up. Eat, pray, divorce. And my husband doesn't pick up his socks and he's inconsiderate. So we're going to do what the people that we're going to talk about, Admin Preach, Destiny, and Pearly Things, where they just touched on the surface of this mindset. Divorcing over chores, absolutely. Mm. Absolutely not. Nope. No, let's get to it. There, oh, my Lord. Oh, the humanity. Let me guess what race of men was out in Greece opening this up. You, there's only one guess. You know a brother had to be there. You know a brother was responsible for this. You know damn sure a brother was responsible for this shit. All right, even in Greece, by the pool. He ran game on her. He was using mode one. He went direct approach. He, start, he started cold approaching her. You know what happened. And this brother talking about he was winning. You know he did it. All right, like a moth to a flame. And look at the look on her face. She got the nose ring and everything. She was like, yep. So she had fun. She got ran through. And then it says, Hanson said that upon her arrival, she immediately ended her marriage. Mm. Immediately. She came back. He was like, hi, honey. <laughs> he was like, look. Hi, honey, I'm home. And she was like, Wow, just that fast. So when I flew back and I ended it uh, then, there and then, I knew I made the right decision when I saw his reaction. The newly single Hanson said that she saw the end of her marriage as a chance to give herself a total makeover. This should be interesting. Okay, she's going to come out here and take some L's. After leaving my ex-husband, the next thing I needed to do was lose weight. But I tell you guys, I tell you this all the time. Why didn't she want to lose weight when she was with her husband? Why didn't she ask yourself this? Why did she not? She spent 20 years under her husband, giving him the bare minimum. She blew up like the good year blimp. But she says, now that we get rid of this dead weight, I'm going to come out here and make the best version of myself. This is, <laughs> this is why I tell you don't marry people like this because they, they feel bad about themselves. And then they're going to look at you and say, you accepted me at my absolute lowest. Despite the fact that she says she's okay with her weight. If she leaves you, 
and lo she loses weight, she's going to feel like you accepted me at my lowest. This is crazy. Wowzers. This is an eye-opener, but it should not be a surprise. She says, the photos from my holiday made me see what horrible shape I was in, so I started working out at home and changed my diet, and there she is now. This, this is her now. Now she's single. She out here. <laughs> she done lost the weight. She out here. Got her some Chad and Tyrone. This is the same woman right here. This is the same woman. Look at this. Look at what Maris does. This is her before. This is her after. Look at Flatback. Mm. Dude, make this shit make sense. And when we get to the, when we get to admin and preach and just pearly things, you're going to see exactly why I don't agree with either of their takes, but they weren't wrong. They were just incomplete. They were just incomplete. That's all it was. And they got to be, and I'm going to be honest with them. I'm not here to diss them. Either one of them, but they were completely incomplete. They gave you a surface-based argument, did not fill in the blanks. I fill in the blanks. I'm CGA. They don't fill in the blanks. They just said, yeah, just get divorced. They don't do chores. Yep, that's a great reason. But the fallout, the nuclear fallout, the, um, the, um, the collateral damage that this does, which makes it stupid to do it, which makes Pearly wrong, but eventually she turns around full circle and is right. When you think about the collateral damage. All right, let's go down here. Um, here's a woman in her 40s, I would have presumed. I don't know. She looked like maybe her 50s. Let's let's warm her up. All right, so this is a woman says, I divorced my husband. Remember, divorcing over chores. Yep. All right, now let's hear here. Here, here. Hey, 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 peace. What's up? All right, I divorced my husband. Why did I divorce my husband? I divorced my husband because I was making a certain amount of money. I divorced my husband because I thought I didn't need him anymore. I divorced my husband because I had this senior position at work and thought I held the same position at home. I divorced my husband because I thought I was better than him because I had my degree now. I divorced my husband because I thought a successful marriage meant I was here and he was down here. That is not success. That's fucking sickness. I found myself divorced and out there looking for love in all the wrong places, fucking this one and that one and that one and that one and this one and that one, and my body count going up and my value going down. I'm just going to call it like a T.I. is. All the while, my husband done found somebody else building a, a relationship and building a life with them. I should have stayed married to me. Hey. Uh, as much as we want to say she's masculine, deep voice, aggressive, she fell for feminine, as much as we want to say she hit it right out of the park, she realized, oh, shit. Now, what do I say? She got to live the next 40 years living this out. So when we say divorcing over chores, this is, the, this is now the fallout. This is, the, this is what happens. They go back out there, and then they got, oh, shit, oh, damn. See, that's why they... This argument is surface-based. This is why you need CGA in this fear. I'm going to complete the story for you. What really happens? Yeah, you divorce him over not picking up his socks. Now what happened, though? Now what happened to you? Well, how, how did your next 40 years turn out? You know how your next 40 years start? For the ladies. We're going to talk about how it turns out for the men. For the ladies. How did that shit work for you? Hey, 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 peace. What's up? All right. I divorced my husband. Why did I divorce my husband? I divorced my husband because I was making a certain amount of money. I divorced my husband because I thought I didn't need him anymore. I divorced my husband because I had this senior position at work and thought I held the same position at home. Let's clear that up. I don't care what your job title is. 
you ain't the boss. You ain't the big dog. I don't give a shit what your job title is. It means nothing here. I don't care if you got more degrees than a thermometer. means zero to me when you're dealing with CGA. Because I got more degrees than you. I got more degrees and certification than just about anybody. And I got more talent in one hand than you got in your whole body. But that's neither here nor there. That's why your job title means nothing to me. It's just a slave title. Good. You are a project manager. Great. Sure, you got a master's of arts degree. Fantastic. All right. I got a master's degree too. All right. Don't mean shit when you're dealing with the big dog. All right. But she had to feel that. She had to figure that out. And now she know nobody cared about her degrees when she went back out there. All they cared about, all they cared about was her center cut. And they used it up, discarded her like toilet tissue, used toilet tissue. Now she back out here. What happened? Where did all the men yeah. go? Yeah, collateral damage. All because her husband didn't pick up socks because she was a human resources manager. Great. Now, live that life out, lady. I divorced my husband because I thought I was better than him because I had my degree now. I divorced my husband because I thought a successful marriage meant I was here and he was down here. That is not success. That's fucking sickness. I found myself divorced and out there looking for love in all the wrong places. Fucking this one and that one and that one and that one. So she admits, like all married, look at Giselle, all married women go through the... They get ran through, and then they start saying, What happened? Yeah. Where did all the men go? Yep, you were used. And this one and that one. And my body count going up and my value going down. I'm just going to call it like a T.I. is. All the while, my husband done found somebody else building. He went to the junior college. She's 59, and he got a 19-year-old, a 29-year-old. He's going 19 to 29. Husband's going 19 to 29. Now she's 59. Yeah, junior college for the win. A a relationship and building a life with them. I should have stayed married. I should have stayed married to that miserable mother sucker. Yeah, well, because he didn't pick his socks up. Collateral damage. CGA's here to fill in the gaps to give you the undisputed truth about the realities of divorce because it's real. You guys want to hear something else? I got some mo for you before we even get into this because I always use my my i always use these points to make the main point if you just jump to the end of my stream to hear, hear what i said about abba and preach and just pearly things and destiny you're not gonna get it i fill in the gaps with the information and details here's a young woman here i shared this on my instagram check this out check this out this is this is a woman that's gonna say if you are a boy if you're a boy who got dumped by his girlfriend this is why this is why if you got dumped and you never understood this is why listen to this these are people that are saying they know they're the leaders in how they should be treated in relationships. Listen to this. Who has ever been dumped by your girlfriend for seemingly no apparent reason and you're looking for answers, this is what happened. Okay, this is you guys. You guys are in a happy relationship and now all of a sudden you have one simple fixable problem. For this example, we're going to use no good morning text. And your girlfriend who loves you, she's really happy with you. She comes to you and she tells you, she's like, hey, do you think we could start doing good morning texts? Like, it'd mean a lot to me if you text me good morning. So you, her loving boyfriend, agree to give her good morning texts. Now, when we get to the talking about divorcing over chores, I want you to transition good morning text to chores. Good morning text to chores. So we're using good morning text. She's using good morning text, but make them chores in your mind just so you can get the understanding of why the argument of divorcing over chores is why it was wrong. Let's continue. 
but something happened and for whatever reason you stopped giving her good morning text so now we have a bigger problem she now thinks that you don't care enough about her to send her good morning texts even though she asked but she's gonna be like you know what this is still kind of a small problem i'm just gonna remind him she reminds you you're like oh my gosh that's right i did agree to that okay i will text you good morning unfortunately though you didn't follow through again now we have confirmed that you do not care enough to text her good morning even though this is a simple fixable problem this is now a big problem it was a simple problem but now it's a big problem so now because it's a bigger problem and let me just say something she's right but he's wrong. He messed up by agreeing to that simple shit, right? That's where he messed up, all right? Because it's a simple, fixable problem. But she's going to now what? Make it a huge problem by choice, by choice. Let's continue. So now your girlfriend, who has never picked fights before in her life, starts picking a bunch of little fights about all these different things because she believes that you do not care enough. Through so and now she's created a bigger problem. Now she says, didn't compliment my haircut, five minutes late for dinner, left dishes in the sink, didn't remember my dog's birthday. Here we go. Now we're going to get psycho over some little shit, right? She admitted it was some little shit. Uh, why don't you pick up your socks? Why don't you pick up your t-shirt? How come you don't help around the house? Now, let me tell you something. He probably does help around the house, but the reality is there's another bull in the pen. See, what happens is what she's not saying is there's another man bending her ear. There's another man applying pressure. So now she's got to see if you can do all of this shit. And it wasn't about chores. It wasn't about text messages. It's now somebody else is texting me. So you bets start texting me because now I'm going to have to make a decision. That could be one thing. Or there could be a financial situation here. Oh, uh, you going broke. Help around the house. Or I got to pick up the slack because you lost your job now. This is going to make the shit more complicated. Let's continue. Through all of these picking fights with you, though, she still loves you and likes you enough to want to be with you, even though you guys have all these little problems now. Until one day these become unattractive to her. She's going to realize that all of these little things that you do that remind her that you don't care about her enough are unattractive. And so now the problem is not these things. It's not even that you don't care enough. It's not even that she never got good morning texts. It's that she literally does not like you anymore. Yeah, that's all it took right there. That's all it took. Didn't remember the dog's birthday. You didn't pick up your socks. You didn't help around the house. You didn't wash the dishes. I had to do this. I have to do that. She doesn't like you now because there's another bull in the ring. That's all. There's another competitor. There's a work husband. There's a play cousin. There's a homie that she went to school with. There's somebody that she met at a bar. There's somebody that she met in Greece that she went on vacation with. Now it's time to it's not try, try to fuck this shit up now. All right. Now it's time to try to make it complicated for you. Well, you better start tap dancing. Does not like you. Now, unfortunately, she has to break up with you. And then you're going to ask her why. And she's going to list out all the reasons why she has to break up with you. And you are going to say no. You should not break up with me because of those reasons, because from now on, I am going to do all of these things and you will never have to worry about me never doing these things again because I'm going to do them every single day. But remember, it doesn't even matter if you were to do all of these things anymore, because the problem now is that she's unattracted to you and just simply does not like you anymore. And now she's going to go move on with her life and you're going to go and tell your friends that you got dumped by absolutely no reason and that you guys all hate her and that she's crazy.
for dumping you over something so simple. But in reality, she never dumped you at all. This was a slow moving process that eventually led to the final reason. And you weren't dumped. You probably actively chose not to give her what she said she needed. And now you guys, you guys aren't together anymore. Sorry. Yeah, well, look, I'm going to tell you, man, when we get down to dump divorce over chores, here it is right here, guys. Here it is. This is a valid reason why the divorce over chores. What you're then going to find out is she fell in the warm embrace of somebody else. Bottom line. My warm embrace. She did not leave alone, brothers. And I make it last forever, yeah, baby. break this shit down. when you let me wrap you in. She ain't leave on her own. She left in and she found another bull. And the bull was already there, sitting there. It was, she was, he was already sitting there. The bull could have been a better job. It could have been her own money. It could have been a family court. Could have been an incentive. Could have been child support. Could have been another man. The bull's there. The incentive is there for a person to say, I'm going to blow this ish up for a person that said it was a simple, simple, solvable problem. Chores are a simple, solvable problem, but it repeats every day like a good morning text. Hey, send me good morning text. He does it for three days. He forgets on day four. Uh-oh. It's a big problem now. You forgot to text me. How come? How come? Same thing. Well, I washed the dishes on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I forgot on Thursday. Now, well, you forgot my dog's birthday too. We're going to show you why chores is a smoke screen for divorce. All three of these content creators are right, but they're also wrong. They left too much meat on the table for CGA. And I'm going to hit that. I'm going to hit a home run with this shit. I'm going to pick this carcass. Can't just divorce nobody over chores. Does it cause an argument? Yes. But we're not, that's not going to be the reason why the divorce has happened. Trust me, it is not the reason. You just heard from this woman say it wasn't the reason. It was a simple thing. He missed it once out of five days. Uh-oh, bigger problem. Because it repeats itself. It resets. Baby, I did the dishes the last four days. I missed yesterday. I got tired. Well, you didn't do it. So bigger problem. Boom. All right, watch it, man. You, you, you got to read behind the, you got to read between the lines. All right, this is another one. I got uh, two more here. You guys got two more? You guys got time? Yeah, we got time because we only two hours in, and this is a three-hour show. You got time? Remember I told, told you, and I know you're going to say another content creator said this, and just because you heard him say it first or another person say it first doesn't mean he said it first. We always got to remember that in this space. Well, this person said it. They was ahead of you. No, you heard them say it first. <laughs> Many of these people heard me say it first. But I said poly is going to be the new wave. I also said selling peace leave is going to be the new wave. There's too many men out here ready to simp. They're, they're not wanting to do the work. They're going to trump you. Here it is again, and I'm assuming they're going to live in San Francisco. Two married couples divorce so they can become a polyamorous foursome. There you go. There's the picture. I'm sure this is San Francisco. Please let me see the city. Oh, Jesus. I didn't read this article before here, but watch this. Watch this. The person named Wright, who I'm assuming is a woman, is now a 34-year-old licensed marriage family the rapist in New York. What do I tell you, man? Hey, look, I don't want to hear about this bullshit. This, this world is going now. We have a the rapist, I mean therapist. In New York, who split amicably, divorced, and now we got a triangle. We got a triangle, not even a triangle. We got a foursome. 
Okay. And of course, the two, the two goofy ball white dudes, we talk about black men being simps. White dudes are cucks. I mean, it is what it is. You'll do anything. You'll do anything to hold on to one piece. White dudes be having one itis like crazy. All right. For these women that be looking like the same, you can replace these women. You can close your eyes, turn in a circle, point your point your finger out and replace this woman. All right. You can go to any shopping mall in America, any Costco. You can replace these women quickly. But no, mm. nope. but no. All right. But uh, here we go. A license. A 30. What is there? Look, we're going to talk about Pearly having no experience. What in the world does a 34 year old woman can tell you about marriage? What can she tell you, licensed, certified, tell you about marriage at 34? Because they're going to use that against Pearly. What is, how old is Pearly? 36, 26? What is a 34-year-old woman that passed the exam can tell me? Mm. What are we doing out here, man? This is crazy. We are out here living very selfishly. Last point here about divorce, and then we'll get on closer to the main event. Here's Kenny G. Hold on for a second. Kenny G. Let me see something. Kenny G. Look at your boy, Kenny G. He probably didn't do his chores. He didn't do his chores, so he got divorced great to kingdom come. Exclusive Grammy Award winning saxophonist. Saxophonist. Kenny G, age 66. This is why I tell you, man, think long and hard about marriage. Pushes to terminate spousal support after paying $3.9 million over nine years as touring opportunities have dried up and income declines well the long effect he probably didn't do chores around the house and she said she said i'm not happy (laughs) and she's running to the bank on this ninja 21 years of marriage which probably means there's lifetime alimony lifetime spousal support and with spousal support once it's set they rarely modify it child support has a better likelihood of getting modified than spousal support um so now he's trying to run back to court his wife his second wife his second wife my goodness oh the humanity his second wife age he's at age guys think about this freedom this is what dr dre talked about this is what dr dre talked about at 50 something he now realized he's free kenny g is a millionaire but he's being He's being penalized for being a primary earner because he didn't do chores and he's at 66 and he still ain't free. Mm. 66 and still ain't free. Freedom is a mother sucker. Be careful when you make your decisions in life. Your freedom is at risk. Now his second wife, Lindy. Hold on for a second. (laughs) Second wife, Lindy. uh, And they have two adult sons. So he don't have to pay child support. In 2021, he filed court docs seeking an end to the 40K a month spousal support payment agreed in their divorce. Uh, I'm sure she's got enough money in her pocket. Why don't she say, you know what? I'll take 20. <laughs> nope. She's like, nope, nope. I deserve what I, I, I get what I deserve. Now, remember, now, remember, let's just assume Kenny G didn't pick up his socks and do chores around the house and she divorced him, right? Because because according to these content creators, divorcing over chores is a good reason. I'm sure it wasn't no affair bullshit. He's Kenny G. Look at him. Okay, he's look at him. And so now they're fighting. He's got to pay attorneys $40,000 to try to wriggle out of $40,000 a month, and she's not giving up. Look at him. Uh-oh, my man looking homeless out here. Mm. My man's getting, he's getting drugged. And there's the women right there. Oh, see, 
in finer times when the chores were being done. Hey, 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 coach, I'm doing the chores. She wanted me to text her good morning. I did it, and now it's not. I'm not happy. <laughs> How much is there an incentive for a woman to file divorce over chores? The answer is because they didn't cover this. Yes. If I'm going to say divorcing over chores makes sense and I get penalized for it for a decades, it does not make sense. If I got my kids in therapy and they're being pulled back and forth, it does not make sense. If now the woman has to live the next 30 years of her life regretting living in poverty, running the court, it doesn't make sense because there's too much incentive to cause collateral damage only to look back and regret. Oh, damn. This is what they missed. This is what they missed. We're going to blow it all up, cause all of these problems because of some chores. Yes, I feel that I'm taken advantage of. I don't feel happy about this. Let me run to the court and file for full custody. Because you know that's coming. And we're going to justify chore custody of my kids for some chores. That's what we're doing. We're going to say, let's split our kids up and put them in therapy over some damn chores. I'm going to drag you financially for the rest of your life over some chores. What? That's what we're doing? That's what we're doing? Not only that, the woman has an incentive to make up an argument you didn't do the chores and you did them. What if you did them? What if you did the chores? Or what if you did them 70% of the time? And the 71% she's like, you didn't do it. Ah, are we just going to use her happiness? I'm not happy. <laughs> this is why it does not make, that's not an argument. No, hell no. You pick the mother sucker. Speaking of, I got another one. And then uh, uh, here, here we go right here. Because we got to understand the incentive, the incentive to divorce a guy and capitalize over something doesn't make sense. You can't say that that is a good reason. There's got to be something else. There's got to be something else. All right, here we go. Burst of joy. This iconic picture of a man here, it says right here, this photograph came to symbolize the end of the United States involvement in the Vietnam War and the prevailing sentiment that military personnel and their families could begin a process of healing after enduring the horrors of limited war. All right, boy, this is this is going on here. What are we doing here? I'm going to wait. So we got their family. There's the wife. These seem to be the kids running home from dad for dad. This is an iconic image. But do you want to know the reality of this image? Oh, it's sadder than this. It's sad. First of Joy is a Pulitzer Prize winning photograph by Associated Press photographer Sal Vader. The photograph came to symbolize the end of the United States involvement in the Vietnam War and prevailing sentiment that military personnel and family could begin to heal. And it says right here, prisoners of war freed. Oh, they really trying to get me. They trying to get me. New, 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 new. Prisoners of war freed from the prison camps in North Vietnam landed at Travis Air Force Base in California. Even though there were only 20 POWs aboard the plane, almost 400 family members turned up for the homecoming vetter was a part was part of a bigger press showing and remembers that you could feel the energy and raw emotion in the air the photograph depicts the u.s air Force force lieutenant colonel okay but it says right here it says right here mr uh god dang 
Stern began reunited with his family after spending more than five years in captivity as a prisoner of war in North Vietnam. The centerpiece of the photograph is Sturm's 15-year-old daughter, Lori, who is excited, greeting her father with outstretched arms as the rest of the family approaches directly behind her. Despite outward appearances, the reunion was an unhappy one for Sturm. It is, it is depressing to read that three days before the picture was taken, Colonel, Lieutenant Colonel Robert L. Sturm received a letter from his wife that she wanted a divorce. I'm not happy. <laughs> now, let's go back to the picture. Prisoner of war, Vietnam, released some 20, I don't know, I don't know, I can't remember the time. There's the wife. Three days before the ninja landed, she asked for a divorce. She dipped on his ass. Here it is right here. Here it is right here. She done pulled the trigger on this ninja. I'm not happy. <laughs> and look how she looking. And he looking like, damn. Mm. See this? <laughs> Lieutenant Colonel Robert L. Sturm, a recently released prisoner of war, greeted his family upon arriving at Travis Air Force Base and she laced his ass. Jody got your girl. Sent his ass to divorce. The ninja ain't even landed. And you know she was getting them gut split. His wife took $140,000 of his pay while he was a prisoner of war. Took his two younger kids, the house, car, 40% of his future pension and $300 a month in child support. She had to go back. Wait, she had to pay back only $1,500 of his money used on trips with other men. Mm. You can't make this shit up. We're divorcing over chores. This ninja, a POW, <laughs> and he still can't win. Hold up. You can't win. He fought and lost against her in court. He then had to live with his mother in San Francisco, taking care of his older kids. Of course, she wasn't taking care of the older kids because there was no incentive. There was no child support. It looks more like prisoner of wife. Three decades after Sturm, Sturm reunion, the scene has appeared in countless books and ex exhibitions, remains part of the nation's collective consciousness, often serving as an uplifting postscript to Vietnam. This picture right here, a Pulitzer Prize winning picture in the background of it. She's stabbing him in the back. Jody stabbing her in her guts. See, this is why when we talk about divorce, we cannot leave this part out of, out of the picture. Okay. About the picture and his legacy, Lori Sturm Kitching once noted, we have this very nice picture of a very happy moment, but every time I look at it, I remember the families that weren't reunited and the ones that aren't being reunited today. Many, many families. And I think... I'm one of the lucky ones. Mm. I'm one of the lucky ones. All right. We're going to end that part right there. Do me a favor. You cannot tell me. I'm not, I'm not lacing you guys with, 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 with just stories about myself. I'm hitting y'all with the reality, the hardcore realities. This guy, prisoner of war, now is paying child support, lost $140,000, and she sat there while he was just sunk. She heard the news he was released, and she was like, I was out here partying. I was out here in Greece getting my back blown out. Now I got to divorce him. Mm. And we're divorcing over chores. 
We're doing we're we're saying that's a good reason to divorce. All right, when we get to this, we're about to get to it. We're about to get to it. But do me a favor, hit the like button in the building. All right, hit the like button in the building. We're gonna be back. Hit the we're gonna hit this the evolution commercial. Okay. We're gonna put a little bit of word in a reality. This is the best content creator here on YouTube. This is the undisputed truth. We don't just ride the middle, we're gonna show you the collateral damage. Hit the like button. So women, you know, we're more educated now. And Americans owe more than $1.5 trillion in student loan debt. And women reportedly hold around two-thirds of that debt. Women hold nearly two-thirds of the outstanding student debt at around $930 billion. Now some presidential candidates are proposing solutions to fix the worsening debt problem. This proposal completely eliminates student debt in this country. I also found it interesting that 37% of women don't really understand the whole student loan payback system, but men, they understand it a little bit better. So you're going to pay for people who didn't save any money, and those of us that did the right thing get screwed. And the irony is that this is Elizabeth Warren, the woman who is getting 300000 a year for teaching one course. How do you feel about these people here who, who show up to, to show their free speech trying to censor you right now? Yeah, trying to censor me right now. <laughs> All right. Uh, we got a great, great main event. Shout out to the people here, content creators and such. Remember, this is not going to be a diss track. I have great respect for Destiny as a content creator, although I've never seen any of his work. Um, but as a content creator, I know how hard it could be. Uh, I have great respect for just pearly things. And uh, she's actually been in the Desert Storm bunker and we've collabed in person. And I respect her hustle. Um, there are some things that I think she's um, not strong at. And she's found ways to actually build herself up by having people that that uh, can fix the holes in her uh, inexperience. That's all what she has. She has a lack of experience, but she's out here giving her best effort. I have great respect for Abba and Preach. Um, you know, uh, they, they do great work. They've been around for a long time. People have copied their format and um, they deliver somewhere of a middle approach would, would be considered a rational approach for the normies, right? They can give a little bit and then they, they can give and get, right? So sometimes they seem like they're crossing their line of red pill, then they'll bring it back. So these are their opinions and they I, I respect their opinions as well. So I'm not here trying to cause controversy, but we're going to use this clip because we have to make some sort of great judgments about this. Number one, neither one of these people in this clip have suffered a divorce. They might not even have their family go through a divorce. That I don't know. Many of them, I don't know their personal stories. We know Pearlie comes from a two-parent household. Everybody talks about her silver spoon upbringing, right? Who cares? But their parents seem to be happily married. We have Destiny, who has married himself. I don't, I'm unaware of him going through a divorce. He doesn't know the costs related to a divorce, but it seems like he has an open marriage and potentially might be on the reading rainbow spectrum. Thus, he's in a more of a, uh, a subservient position in his marriage, but he could be completely happy with that. Best luck to him and uh, good luck to him. All right, so then we have Abba and Preach. I think one of them is married. One of them is single. I don't think any one of them has gone through a divorce. So felt the pain of a divorce. I don't think anyone has kids other than destiny. If I may be wrong on that one, maybe Alba has kids. I don't think preach has kids. And uh, we do agree on some things like the junior college. So I will say that me and preach are on the same page about going to the junior college. All right. So 
let's just put those things in reference, right? This is the frame of reference. Nobody has anything that they could lose yet in a divorce. Nobody has been through the process. Let's remember that. Now, let's go to pearly things first. All right, pearly things. I think this is a video in fair use. This is a video that appeared on Abbott and Preach channel. So fair use, this is a breakdown of the conversation. So this is going to be the best uh, source of information here. This is Destiny. Again, in an open marriage, I believe he has children. And they might be bi. All right. I haven't, <laughs> I've never, I've never, the only time I heard of him was uh, through Angry Man. And shout out to the Angry Man channel. Go subscribe. Let's play the video. And he's responding to Pearly, Pearl. All right, let's see here. Let me get this set up. Audio, audio too. Here we go. Why do you think they're getting divorced? Do you think divorce is fun? I think women divorce for no reason all the time. No. The You're actually a child. <laughs> what do you think love is? You're just like romantically going away to Venice like every year. And that's I mean, like, I, like, no, a relationship requires a lot of deliberate work. Things like chores are where relationships start to break down and it'll steamroll into bigger things. The whole argument is that I think divorce is stupid over chores. I think that's stupid. When you have a... All right, so we'll before we get Abby and preach into the conversation, we're just we just heard the position, an edited position of Pearl and Destiny. Um, Destiny is acknowledging that she's inexperienced by calling her a child, okay? And um, she's not a child; she's twenty six or twenty seven, and that is not a child. But she may not have experience, but she's only respecting reflecting on her family experience. She probably is looking at her parents and say it would have been dumb for them to divorce and find out it was over chores. So right now, the framing is um, Pearly is wrong, right? Pearly is absolutely wrong because she doesn't have experience. We're going to come back. We're going to come full circle. Destiny's saying marriages break down over things like chores. He's absolutely right. He's absolutely right. I will not disregard that. Marriages break down over some stupid shit. And people will ask you, I've even said this, people will ask you, why did you get divorced? Women can't even answer the shit, so they come up with tropes. He was abusive. He was controlling. He is this and that. And most of it is a complete myth and a fairy fairy tale. They can't say that, so they have to say these things. They can't say, well, he left, he left, his, frosted, he left his frosted flake bowl in the, in the sink too many times, mm. right? Because even they know that would be dumb. Nobody would support that. What, you divorcing him over a bowl of cereal? Multiply it by 50 days. It would be dumb. So it has to be he was controlling, insecure, the tropes, abusive, verbally abusive, blah, blah, blah. It has to be that. They're never nobody in the this is why I'm going to tell them they're absolutely wrong. Nobody in the history of the world will say they divorced over chores. There's not even a chink on the box when you go to divorce court and says chores. Mm. Not one. There's no box. There's not. It won't even come up in court. It won't even come up. No divorce has went in court and they talked to the judge and said, he stopped doing chores. Mm. This is why I'm going to tell you, I, they left too much meat on the bone. They're going to say he was a narcissist. He was this, he was lacking that. And then those things like the girl showed you, those things led to bigger issues. So when you say divorcing over chores is valid, you're absolutely wrong. That's an incomplete approach. Did it break down your marriage? Yes. Did it cause bigger problems? Yes. Now, what was the collateral damage? What happened after the divorce over the Frosted Flakes and the Fruity Pebbles bowls in the, in the sink? 
what what what, what happened after that? Now you're gonna have to justify whatever happens after that. Your kids broken home. Your kids father disenfranchised. Your kid uh, mother uh, in therapy. Your mother not able to recover financially, or your mother dragging your father to court for child support and so forth. We're gonna say that chores is a good reason to cause all of that collateral damage. Now, this is where Pearlie comes full circle and she's right as a mother sucker. With all her inexperience, she's thinking, because she doesn't communicate very well, right? She doesn't finish her thoughts. Her thoughts seem to be, seem to be just copying other people. And she just wants to get on the right side of that argument, right? But Pearlie is going, no. We're going to cause all of this shit over chores. See, this is why they left out. Listen, if they had a chance, and of course, if they want me to come on their show, if they had a chance to expound on the idea, yes, marriages break down over chores. But is that going to be a reason to split your family up for good? Not for five years, but for their entire life. Is this a reason to go to child support court? And drag the father. Is this a reason for her to cheat and say, you push me into his arms? Is this a reason to make the man feel bad about himself or the woman for that matter? For that matter. And then have an incentive to take that man to court and win cashes and prizes. Right? Right? That's what we're saying. That's what we're saying. That's what Destiny's saying. Yes. The marriage broke down because of chores. Destroyed the whole family. See, that right there, I cannot fly with because divorce is difficult. And if you're going to court to any judge and say chores was the reason it was a divorce, your ass will get laughed out of the building. You'll get laughed out of the building. Nobody going for that. Nobody going for that shit. Well, he stopped doing chores. The judge will be like, what the fuck is this? All right. Okay. We're going to break up everybody because of some damn chores. See, what we need is to go back to. Uh, being direct about whose responsibilities are what. In the absence of it, you got to find the solution. If there's no solution, you hire somebody. If you can't afford to hire somebody, come back to square one. But people who get in marriages and divorce over chores are petty as a mother. Because you're putting yourself first. You have to fill in where people don't fill in. All right, that's what marriage is. You got to make the sacrifice. You decided to marry this person. There's legal consequences to this. Many people go bankrupt. Many people go homeless. And we're going to say chores is a valid reason to disenfranchise a man and bankrupt a woman for life. To put kids behind the eight ball because two-parent households is a luxury now. We're going to say chores is a reason for this? No. Absolutely not. So let's go back full circle. Pearl's right. Destiny's emotional because he started attacking Pearl, calling her a child. So he loses the argument on the emotional basis. Now we're going to go with Abbott and preach. Let's see where they land on this. And it's going to be somewhere in the middle. Okay, it's going to be somewhere in the middle. Here we go. Uh, let's see if I can roll the film here. House, there's a lot of chores. To, there's a lot of shit to do around the house. A lot. And she works all day bringing that paper, that stacks. And then she goes home and she still got to do some work. It's going to, it's going to take a toll. 
and she doesn't feel like it separated our work. Like she it doesn't she doesn't feel like the 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 work is equally separated. Oh. Fair use, fair use, fair use. New, 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 new world order. Home, it's gonna be a burden. It's definitely gonna be a burden. You work all day. You have to go home. Then you have to click. Yeah, you have to cook. Then you have to clean. Then you have to put the, the kids to bed. Then you have to do a whole thing. So you're constantly drained. You could do that for a whole last week, and then you won't care because you know the passion of the couple. But after a couple of weeks, it, it's really fast for you to be drained. You figure to yourself, why am I drained all the time? Because out of 24 hours, you work 18. <laughs> it's a place where I'm supposed to rest. I don't feel like I'm rested. I feel like I'm always doing the job. Not only I'm bringing all the money, I'm coming back home and I still got to work. Yeah, it's going to be a problem. It's gonna, definitely going to be a problem. All right. Sorry. That's Abba's uh, response to this one right here. And I cannot say he's wrong. He is right. If you work all day and you feel like you got to come back and do all of these things, you might feel some sort of way. But there's some meat on the bone. You left something, man. You left me and I'm a scavenger out here. You left some meat on the bone. Because he addressed it from the female perspective. Hey, she works. She brings home her bag. She's independent. She chose to work. Now she's got to come home and she's got to complete some other tasks the meat on the bone is that's what you're supposed to do, guys. What are we doing here by complaining about doing things that we've been doing for the beginning of time? Wash the clothes, do these things, whatever the chores are. And let's just say she's raking the leaves. Now, what tends to happen in, in relationships is the woman might feel inside the walls of the house. She's covering these things. Right inside the wall. Well, she can look at it and say, well, every day I've been having to pick up after the kids. I've been having to put them to bed. You don't help. I've been having to do what? Wash the clothes, fold them. I've been having to do these things. And that is required. However, the meat you left on the bone for scavengers like me is, is the man doing nothing? Are we sitting up here saying the man doesn't have any responsibilities when he's come home? This is what people forget. Is he not accomplishing anything? Yes, he's worked too. I'm hoping. But many men in marriages make sure that the financial paperwork are in order, that the retirement planning is in order. Let's say she does half of that, 25% of that. She chips in. He's still doing the majority, as she might be doing the majority of the folding and that shit. What about when the re when the when the when it snows outside? He got to get the snowblower to make a path. How about when the oil needs to be changed and she's driving around with the oil change light on or going 5,000, 6,000 miles? What about when the tire goes out? What about when the damn uh, what about when the did I say the leaves need to be raked? What about when the gutters need to be clean? Changing light bulbs, killing spiders. You know what I mean? All of these things, right? The the washer machine's not working. Can you check it out? The speaker's not working with the TV. Can you fix the shit out? The roof is leaking. Can you call a plumber or fix it yourself? What about this screw? What about this? What about that? What about painting the fence? What about the shit that he volunteers for? If he's very handy, what about the plumbing? What about getting the snake? What about the plunger? What about the plunger? Honey, can you go run and do the honey-do list? What about mowing the lawn, the landscaping, paying the landscaper? What about paying the plumber? What about as a man, you're supposed to do this. Every time he takes you out as a man, he's going to have to pay. Despite the fact she's getting the bag. 
The furnace needs to be lit. What about the jammy? What if somebody kicks in the door? We keep having this conversation. Uh, honey, go check the door. I heard a noise. What about if there's rats in the house and he got to set the rock mouse trap? Oh, I don't want to do that. See, these are the crazy, crazy things that I find upsetting with people in marriages because they the woman tends to keep score. She tends to keep score. Her little shit adds up faster than the shit that I just mentioned for men. And he does this out the kind of my, my of his heart, honey. I wash the car. I make sure I check the oil. I put gas in your car. You're ready to go to work. You don't have to worry about it. What about when she pulls up in the minivan full of groceries and she says, honey, can you help get the groceries? And you go out there and help and you help her unload and all of this shit. What they're portraying is the man is absolutely doing none of these things. And she's out here just, and I did this, 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 and I did this, 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 and this. Bruh, men don't keep score like this. And my advice to people is if you're keeping score like this in a marriage, you're primed for a divorce. And you get what you deserve if your life falls apart after that. You get absolutely what you deserve. So if you're a woman and you struggle or you're a man and you go through some struggle with your woman, you got what you deserve because you guys are petty as F. You're going to blow up your family. Meanwhile, the guy's covering his ass. He don't get to keep score. He don't get to say, well, remember the time I cleaned out the gutter? Well, that was what you were supposed to do. Remember the time I raked the, le the leaves in the fall? Well, that was what you were supposed to do. Remember the time I killed that spider? Remember the time I got the rock, the mouse trap, and I was setting mouse traps? Remember the time I, I came every week and filled your car up with gas? You see what I'm saying? This shit is out of control. So because you don't wash the dishes and you didn't help change some diapers, and you help half the time and she wanted it more? Divorce? Divorce? Yeah, you walk the dog in the morning and it's freezing outside. You wait for that dog to take a shit so it doesn't shit in the house. Honey, can you get up and get the dog in the morning? I'll walk her at night. Night comes. Oh, I'm busy. I'm busy with the kids. Uh, can you walk the dog? And you walk in the dog every goddamn day. Rain, shine. Rain, sleet, and snow, you out there walking that dog. Are you keeping score? Are you coming back in? Remember when I walked the dog? Mm. See, this is what I do not get. When you keep score in marriage, this is what you get. Yep, well, you could divorce over chores. No, you cannot. Because more than likely, he's doing more than you. Yes, he's playing video games right now. Yes, he's watching the NCAA tournament nonstop. Yes, he's watching F1 series. Yes, he's watching the golf tournament. But he deserves it. He earned it. And he's probably paying 70% at minimum of the resources. Because the other invisible shit, uh, he paid, he paid, he covered, he covered. And she's saying, I'm paying 50%. Let him remove his 70%. She's going to realize he was paying way more money into the system. Because you know why? She's going to run to court and say, I deserve more because X, Y, and Z. Because I was working with the kids in the house. Dude, this is getting out of control. They're petty. This is a petty reason to blow up your family. Because when you look at it, he's doing way more of the work. He's just not doing the work that he wants. Uh, she wants him to cover her work. Mm.
because it's a tedious job. Let's just get this straight. The, the work that women cover is tedious. It's every day. It's repetitive. And it could feel like she's doing more, but she's not. She's doing less. Because the bigger projects is his projects. And for, for some reason, guess what? When the bigger projects come, she's scrambling. She ain't nowhere to be seen. When it's time to finance a car, and she's going to finance the car for 23% APR, and he walks in the building and say, no, nah, we ain't doing that. And he gets a car, a used car, cash, because he saved it up. And they saved hundreds of thousands of dollars. By not making the stupid decision, by not buying a bit, he saved their ass by making good decisions. And they don't count for nothing. Chores. I'm not happy. Counts for nothing. <laughs> counts, it all went for nothing. Oh, thank you, baby. You did what you were supposed to do. But you didn't wash them dishes on Thursday. Mm. <laughs> when you're talking about immature people, with no relationship skills, you get divorce over chores as a legitimate reason to divorce. And it's absolutely stupid. When you keep score, the dude is winning. But it's often under, he's doing what he's supposed to do. Now, ladies, are you doing what you're supposed to do? What are you supposed to do? When it comes down to it, if he says, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do, and you and she says, you're doing what you're supposed to do, but what are you supposed to do? Yeah, now we got a problem. Now we got a problem. Oh, I ain't supposed to do what? I ain't supposed to do what? And then she blows up like the Goodyear bent, goes to Greece, gets her back blown out, divorces her husband, and takes half the bag. Mm. No, absolutely not. Let's get back to this video. I think Preach is going to talk our gentleman right here is going to sh share his opinion. Let's go ahead. And by the way, remember, none of these people have been a divorce. None of these people, I I'm assuming, none of these four people have felt the long-term repercussions of a divorce to realize how petty chores, divorcing over chores would be. Let's continue. Oh, I, did I mess it up? Okay, that's ABBA. All right, my bad. I don't, I don't know after all these times. So this is ABBA, this is pre. No, wait, hold on. This is Abba, this is Preach. All right, remember, I'm bad with names, no disrespect. All right. Um, and motherfuckers are going to be like, you know what? I'm going to get me someone that's actually a partner. When you have a Caribbean mom or that's most mom, I guess, they come back home and one thing they complain, yo, yo, you guys are ungrateful. You never helped me. I do everything about, that's what they talk about. If your mama sees you on your couch and you're not doing it and she cooks, she cleans and she works and she brings a bill, you don't bring anything in the house, she's going to feel like you're not doing anything and you're not bringing anything in the house. That's what she wants. So yeah, I could believe that 100% chores can be like a, a big ass burden to someone when they come back home and they want to commit divorce. You got that right. Now, there's a guy here who he purple pilled. He really is masquerading as a supporter. He's never super chatted, but he's always here. He says one is married, so he knows what he's talking about. Yeah. One is married. So, he, again, remember, we don't uh, uh, being married doesn't mean you're successful with women or with marriage. One is married and he knows what he's talking about because he knows what he's going to lose if he doesn't continue the charade. Period. That's the only reason he knows. He knows he better wash them dishes. He knows he better fold them clothes. He knows that if she says, 
uh, you didn't fold the clothes. He divorced just like that. Mm. Yeah, that's why he knows. That's why he has this opinion. Because, yes, if I don't keep the charade up, I'm going to be divorced. <laughs> he going to be punished. We just went over that. And there's a goofball in here that doesn't get it. We just went over that. There's a penalty that he has to pay. There's an incentive for her if he doesn't complete the task. I'm not happy. <laughs> Those are goofy, man. Of course he knows. So he's got to say, got to keep doing them chores. <laughs> got to keep playing the game. Got to keep doing it because I don't want to be penalized. You understand? It is what it is. <laughs> Come on, man. He got to say it makes sense. And if he's, let's do this. If he says it didn't make sense and he went back home to his wife, how's that conversation going? If he went, if he had this opinion and he got on his show and he said, you know what? Divorcing over chores is a dumb reason. And he goes back home. That would be an interesting conversation. That'd be an interesting conversation because his wife is probably going to be like, hey, uh, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I heard you say on your show, you see what I mean? That could be an incentive for her to pull the plug. You understand? All right, let's get to it. Could be that is his situation. Could be. Here we go. Yeah, I think the only way you could ever think that is if you haven't ever lived with anyone and if you haven't lived with a significant other. That's the only way you could talk like that. Hell, roommates. <coughs> forget, forget a significant other. Y'all ever live with roommates and one person doesn't do their fucking shit? They don't clean after themselves. They don't pay any of the bills. They don't take any of the trash out. They don't do nothing. They just leave their shit around. Mm -hmm. No. In this uh, scenario, he's saying the other person's doing nothing, which he would be right. Again, remember, there's right. Nobody's completely wrong here. He's right. If one roommate's taking advantage of other and they don't pay equal the bills and they don't do any of the work, absolutely. Time to pull the plug. Mm. Hold on. It's not even that they don't just do anything. It's that they create more for you to have mm. to do. The motherfucker left his dishes in there, wait for somebody else to do them. Mm. And then on top of I that, mean, I, I can respect it if you paid yeah. something extra. I could respect it if you do the trash or something. You did nothing and you left me extra labor. All right. So in that situation here, that's that doesn't describe a marriage. That does that does describe some people's marriage. All right. Uh, that does describe some people's marriage. That doesn't describe the marriages we're talking about. The guy's doing what he's supposed to do, and she says, you don't help around the house. But he went to work. He did what he needed to do. He wanted to play games. He want, he he did his outside work. He did his, he did his invisible work. But now she's like, do my invisible work too. All right, so that's a two different scenarios. I've had a roommate who, who kind of did some of those things she paid, but she ran the air conditioning up. I had a problem with that. She uh, left dishes in the sink and I put her sink, the dishes from the sink on her bed one day. I was like, I'm tired of this. So in his scenario, he's right. But that doesn't describe what we're talking about. So let's see if he can cover that point. And remember, I haven't seen the whole video and we're not going to even watch the whole video, unfortunately. And you pay the same amount. So you pay, you have the same amount, but you bring it to labor. It's just like. You did all this shit, and on top of that, you're going to pee on the fucking... No! Pick up your piss, nigga! <laughs> Watch your pee! The fuck is this? Then I got to clean... You expect me to clean this shit, too? Yeah, of course you're going to be pissed off. All right, yeah, I mean, uh, wiping pee off the toilet. 
um, is not a chore. I mean, I wouldn't constitute as a chore. That would be in the disrespectful category, right? That's going to be like, okay, man, wipe up after yourself. I wouldn't look at that as he didn't do his chores. I'm going to divorce you. We're divorcing over peeing on the toilet. I mean, both of these people deserve what they get. You know what I mean? But continue. I mean, that is a different, that's a different behavior. Oh, everybody got to do their part. When you oh, get when you get older and you manage a household on your own, Pearl, you'll see how fucking annoying it is when you're working and then you come home and yeah. everything is fucked up and horrible and nobody's fucking cleaning anything. Yeah. Uh, again, we're talking about inside the walls. We're talking about mostly primary cleaning up, which is an adult responsibility. Sometimes some people are dirtier or some pe sometimes sometimes some people are OCD. Like, I tend to be OCD about shit, right? Then people leave something out, and I'll be all on them. Um, is that fair to the other person? They're maybe trying to learn how you accept your, your place. But we're not making adjustments here uh, uh, for this. We're just going off and saying they don't clean up after themselves. How far are we talking about? Do they throw the laundry? Do they not fold laundry for weeks? Or are we talking about they missed a week of folding? Two different discussions here. But to justify divorce over this is not it. That's not it. That's not it. You got to just do the extra work because, trust me, the other person's doing shit that the other person doesn't see. Here we go. Yeah. That is a totally valid reason for divorce, of course. Yeah. Well, sure, it's to break up a home, a Pearl, family. Have kids. you lived in a filthy home? You've never lived if it's with consistent. a If it's, it is consistent, where you're consistently yeah. having to have that burden upon yourself, you keep telling him, please, can you... A lot of these people... All right, before we go back into Abbott and Preach now, let's go back to Pearl. Let's go back to Pearl. Pearl's like... Pearl said, to break up a home? Now, it might sound inexperienced, but let's put it under this. Pearl comes from a two-parent household, which they're still together. If her parents divorced, if her parents divorced, and she found out today at 26 that it was over some chores, she would be mortified. She would be like, hold the fuck. Wait a minute. Wait. You tortured us. You, you, you gave us trauma. You split our shit up. You spent our college savings. Over some chores, they would be mortified. Mm. See, this is what people don't think about the kids. She would be like, what? <laughs> Wait a minute, because people want to know. Well, 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 Mom, Dad, why did you divorce? Well, he peed on the toilet. Consistently. <laughs> she would be like, Wait a minute. Hold up. Okay, I, lo I lost out on my funding. I went through therapy. I didn't know what. I was confused for 10 years. Now... He didn't, he, he peed on the toilet. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, think about that shit. It sounds dumb what Pearl's saying. And it sounds incomplete and it sounds inexperienced, but put it under an experience. She would be like, what? <laughs> like, oh my, like this don't make no sense. Why did you do that? Why couldn't you just wash that spoons? You know what I mean? Why couldn't you just wipe off the piss? You see what I mean? Let's let's continue here. Um, from that lens, Pearl was wrong as a mother sucker, and she was dumb and inexperienced and a child, but she came full circle when you go, it she's looking at it from the lens of her family. And it would make complete foolery to blow up the family over that. Let's continue. 
Let's continue. People who have these podcasts don't know what the fuck they talking about. Mm. They don't actually have the experience. Mm. So they read up on it like nerds, not knowing what the lived experience is actually like, mm. what the work is actually necessary. Mm. It's easy to say chores, but you ain't never have to listen. Okay, so they're they're going to they're they're commentating on the pearl part of it. And again, I said I don't look at it as an experience from her. And you guys know I don't cape for her. But I look at it as a very experienced position. It's not as inexperienced as you think, because now when you go, she's thinking of her parents. And she would be mortified. Let's continue. If your home is filthy, it don't feel like home. If your home is a place where you just have more work than bitch, you on the job 24-7. So you take a shift off to get right back on a shift at home. Who wants to go home at that point? Right? So it's like, yo, not having a home after a long day of work, that is, you. if you rob someone of that, that will take a toll in no time. Now, let's get to these guys. Uh, this is ABBA. ABBA, again, what I'm saying is nobody's wrong, but everybody's, <laughs> I'm sorry, nobody's right, but everybody's wrong. They're both making valid points. And this is where I tell you guys, you thought marriage, if for you, Hope Shack, you thought marriage was going to be all lovey-dovey. You, you said to, your girl said to you, I'm not like those other girls. Your girl said to you, and you guys developed the covenant saying, for better, for worse, for richer, for poorer, and in sickness and in health. You're, you said, you said, your girl said, I would never do that. I would never divorce you over that. That's so petty. I would never be a person like this. Okay? I would never take your kids from you. Now, that's what they said before. We're in love. Our love's like no or the love. Then, as I've been instructing you, then you move in. And that's where the real work is because real life is doing chores. Real life is making sure you're taking the other person into consideration. It's no longer about love. The love is gone by the time you moved in and you went in six months. Now it's real life. Bills happen. Uh, responsibilities happen. All of these things happen. Children happen. Cheating happens. Uh, arguments happen. Now all of that love you had is gone. Now Teamwork makes the dream work. So now Abba and Preach are right. Yes. And this is what I warned you about. Because the woman that said, I would never do that. When it comes to this shit, she'll pull the plug on your ass with the quickness. She'll pull the plug and you'll say, honey, you said you would never do that. And she says, I'm not happy. <laughs> well, that was before we moved in and real life happened. And you pissed me off by not covering your, your weight. Now she's going, I'm going to go and divorce you. Now you got to read. Now you now you're going, whoa, 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 whoa. And she's going to say, and I want 85 percent custody and I want child support and I want the house. And I want the, you'll be like, whoa, I thought you said you would never do that. And she says, yeah, I said that. But now experience tells me I don't like the situation I'm in. Boom. Now you're in reality. Now you're on the marriage wheel. So, again, is this worth breaking your family up? See, if you would have gentlemen. If you would have known that going in, would you would have married her? Would you would you would have known that peeing on the toilet is going to be the reason why the person that said they would not drag you in court is dragging you in court? And let's not forget. Let us not forget. All this time, this is justification for her to go to girls nights out. This is justification for her to have her work husband and fool around on you because you know this is happening as well. See, we have to leave a, we have to attack that meat on the bone. 
Most of the time, she lands safely in another man's hand temporarily. You push me into his arms. How? Because you didn't clean up after yourself. I thought you said you would never cheat on me. Well, the problem is you didn't do your chores. So now I'm at another man. He seems to want to do his chores and he's going to be raising your kids. See, now that conversation never crossed her mind when she promised that she was going to be a good and I would never do that. And she said, I'm not like those other girls. That shit didn't cross her mind. But now it has. Yeah. New, 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 new world order. Now you're fighting for your life. Now you're fighting for your life and you're fighting for your kids. See, this is the part they missed out on. This is the shit that they missed out on. Yeah, they're right. Abbott and Preach are right. Destiny is right. Pearly is right. None of them are wrong. They just missed a little bit. They just missed. They, they, they didn't bring this shit up because the collateral damage of these feelings cannot justify why you did it. And when we start really tallying the score, which men are, men don't do. Men don't tally the score. If men tallied the score were and were just as petty, they would find out and the world will find out they're actually doing more work. They're doing more. Now, not all men, not all men. There's always a reason. There's always a, a gray area. There's always an exception to the rule. The man tallies and he does more work. How many times have, how many times have men dragged a woman in with a box full of receipts and telling her everything that he bought in a marriage? You know what? I bought the refrigerator. She paid $10. I put down the rest. I plunked down the down payment. I bought the tires for the car. I bought windshield wiper blades. I bought the plunger. I bought screwdrivers and tools. I bought all of this shit, and I want reimbursement. She needs to cover half of this shit. A man will never do it. He buys the broom. He goes down to Home Depot. He buys WD-40. He buys a new goddamn screen door for the screen. He puts the screen door up. He'll never do any of this shit, and it's boom, boom, boom. A woman buys 10 things. 10 things and she'll never let you forget it. In the entire marriage, she bought 10 things with her own money. The other thing she bought was with your money. <laughs> but she going to bring all the receipts out and shit. I paid for this. I paid for the Jordans. I bought you two pair of jeans. I bought. This is what people don't get. If we really kept score. This shit would be a landslide. But we got these pansy dudes out here talking about, yeah, chores. This is this is goofy. It's goofy as F. And it's petty because you don't have an incentive to get divorced. She does. That's where y'all missing it. She has the she when she does when she looks at her score and she's like, I'm up 40. Well, divorce is ass. No man looks at the score and said it's tied or I'm up 40 and says, let me let, let me divorce this freeloading leech parasite bitch. Let me divorce her. I've done some right? dumb things. You bitch. I'll do yeah, dumb bitch. things again. No dude is taking the lead and saying, damn, I'm doing all this work. It's time to divorce this broad. Not one man in history has done that. What they said was, you know what? I do what I'm supposed to do around the house. I take care of my family. I do X, Y, and Z. He actually sitting there going, 
thumping his chest as a good man. No man is leading and doing what he's doing. In the history of marriages, no man that has earned the most of the money and walked out and said, this woman is lazy. I I'm out. You bitch. You bitch. Because if he would have done it, he would get more. He would get ran in the family court. There's no incentive. There's zero incentive. However, for her, you know what? I'm up 40. I'm leaving him. You bitch. You bitch. <laughs> That's what they missed. You missed that part. You missed that fucking part. And everybody in the comment section missed it. What about that part? The incentive for her to pull the plug because she's not happy. Oh, wait, wait. I'm not happy. <laughs> the dude's he's not happy. He don't get to pull the plug. He don't get to run off with the kids. He don't get to kick her out the house and sell it and make a profit and leave her out there starving. Yeah, he don't get to do that shit, right? Yeah, that's He dog. doesn't go in the court and say, your honor, I'm winning. I'm up 40 and she's a lazy parasite. Give me my kids in the house. He doesn't get to do it. Give me the cars. Leave her to her own vices or make her pay me child support. He doesn't get to do it. Now, he'd be the worst human being on the planet Earth if he pulled that. And she could be overweight, dragging her ass, sitting there eating bonbons, doing absolutely nothing. For 10 years, he doesn't get to do it. So that's where it's unfair. That's why divorcing over chores does not make sense. It's not fair. <laughs> it don't make sense because this is all from a female perspective because she ain't happy. What is he not happy about? Okay, what if he's not getting sex? Does he get the divorce her? If she doesn't give him sex, you know what the answer is? Nope. He does not. Baby, you're not giving me sex. I'm going to divorce you. Does he get to do that? Nope. He does not. He can't do it. He can get him run up in the court and do it. There's no check on the box. But she could not be giving him sex. He could not be doing the chores. She pulls the plug. She pulls the plug. I'm not she happy. blows the entire family up. <laughs> this is why I can't support the argument. I can't support it. <laughs> All right. So let's continue. Let's see if they got some more to add here. All right. It's not going to take long. Y'all ever have your own place and then your mom got to stay over for a week? How long does it take before you want your mom to get the fuck up out of your it's place? A weekend, my nigga. She cleaning. She might even be cooking. But by the end of it, she's like, bro, I want my home to be a fucking home <laughs> and not my mom looking over my shoulder telling me when I'm picking up my underwear. What I want to be. Okay. So. I mean, these points don't talk about marriage. I mean, he's making a good point. You want your home to be a home. But you're talking about a visitor as opposed to two people who are living together. So the argument doesn't fly. And we've already used, he's already used two arguments that are not comparable. Roommate and um, a, a visitor in your house. We're talking about a marriage. All right. We're not talking about either one of those. So let's continue. Don't say that because that's your mom. Be respectful. But you get what I was trying to say. Yeah. And by the way, he's right about that, too. All right. So he's right about that. If my mom's up in the crib for too long, I'm like, time to go. So he's right. But this is not comparables. When you make an argument, you want comparables. Like if you're finding real estate prices to set the price of the sale of your home, you need comparables. Roommate and mother visiting you is not a comparable because she's a guest. Let's continue. 
Yeah, hey, yeah. on the inside, you best believe yeah, I respect yeah, you like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, when you go back in your room, it's only disrespectful <laughs> if you say it. But you can think it. I know. And I done thought a whole the, bunch of the, you, the number of times you went to your room and you the can't next say, time. Get, yeah. Let me skip this because they're not talking about the subject matter anymore. Let me let me see if they um bring it back. Now you want them gone. Yeah. So if a significant mm. other's coming in and creating that mess and doing all this yeah. other stuff, it's like it's like here's the thing. If you care about me, why don't you just do your part? Okay, so that's a great point. If you care about me, why don't you just do your point? Now, I want to come back to that. We got to handle that. And then we're going to probably wrap it up because um, let's come back to that because that point was made earlier. That point was made earlier by this woman. Okay, we're going to go back. How that could be a trap where he there's no win out of it. Let's go back and play it. Remember, if you care about me, you wouldn't let that happen. Let's go back. For a boy who has ever been dumped by your girlfriend for seemingly no apparent reason, and you're looking for answers, this is what happened. Okay, this is you guys. You guys are in a happy relationship, and now all of a sudden you have one simple, fixable problem. For this example, we're going to use no good morning text. And your girlfriend who loves you, she's really happy with you. She comes to you and she tells you, she's like, hey, do you think we could start doing good morning texts? Like, it'd mean a lot to me if you text me good morning. So you, her loving boyfriend, agree to give her good morning texts. But something happened, and for whatever reason, you stopped giving her good morning texts. So now we have a bigger problem. She now thinks that you don't care enough about her to send her good morning texts, even though she asked. But she's going to be like, you know what? This is still kind of a small problem. I'm just going to remind him. She reminds you. You're like, oh, my gosh, that's right. I did agree to that. Okay, I will text you good morning. Unfortunately, though, you didn't follow through again. Now we have confirmed that you do not care enough to text her good morning, even though this is a simple, fixable problem. This is now a big problem. So now your girlfriend, who has never picked fights before in her life, starts picking a bunch of little fights about all these different things because she believes that you do not care enough. Through all of these picking fights with you, though, she still loves you and likes you enough to want to be with you, even though you guys have all these little problems now. Until one day, these become unattractive to her. She's going to realize that all of these little things that you do that remind her that you don't care about her enough are unattractive. And so now the problem is not these things. It's not even that you don't care enough. It's not even that she never got good morning texts. It's that she literally does not like you anymore. Does not like you. Now, unfortunately, she has to break up with you. And then you're going to ask her why. And she's going to list out all the reasons why she has to break up with you. And you are going to say, no, you should not break up with me because of those reasons. Because from now on, I am going to do all of these things. And you will never have to worry about me never doing these things again because I'm going to do them every single day. But remember, it doesn't even matter if you were to do all of these things anymore because the problem now is that she's unattracted to you and just simply does not like you anymore. And now she's going to go move on with her life and you're going to go and tell your friends that you got dumped by absolutely no reason and that you guys all hate her and that she's crazy for dumping you over something so simple. When in reality, she never dumped you at all. This was a slow moving process that eventually led to the final reason and you weren't dumped. You probably actively chose not to give her what she said she needed. And now you guys, you guys aren't together anymore. Sorry. Okay. So now I, I want, I want to ask the audience. And we'll do the super chats. I'm going to ask the audience. What did she leave out? I want you to see this. What 
did she leave out? Out while you're thinking about this, because we just covered this. Oh, yep, chores. Yep, divorce. Yep. What did she leave out? Not the other guy, because that we can't assume. We can't assume there's an other guy, but we can probably assume there is. What, what did the, what did she leave out? People are saying it here. Not the cheating. We're just gonna assume. What, what, did, she, what did she leave out? Yep, people are saying it here. She left out what he needs. What are you doing for him? What what, what are his needs, ma'am? We're just assuming you're covering his needs. But like I said, in the marriage, the woman doesn't have to cover sex. That's not a reason. to. What does he need? Are you covering that? What does he want? You just made this big deal out of the text. And then it created a bigger problem. This is an example. This is the chore. What was he doing before that? Sounds like he was doing fine until you asked for the sex. I'm sorry, asked for the text. And you made a mountain out of a molehill. He was doing all right, and then you asked for this, and you made a mountain out of a molehill. What was he doing? He was doing okay before that. You had no complaints before that, and now you have five complaints after that. What were his needs? Were you taking care of them? I don't know. She's going to say yes. Then he said, okay, I agree. Even though I'm batting a 1,000, I'm hitting home runs. Okay, I'll do this. And, of course, he was doing some other shit. He was doing the other shit that he was covering for. Now, this becomes the issue. Now, she done made a mountain out of a molehill over text messages and created five other problems. See? I can't go for that shit. Divorce over chores. Absolutely not. It's a mountain out of a molehill. She did not even acknowledge. Ma'am? Okay, he peed on the toilet. But did he cover his other bases? Are those other bases not important to you anymore? Seems like the pee is on the toilet is important, which is valid. You have a valid reason. Are you willing to blow up your marriage and give up what he's covering over pee on the toilet? I'll wait. Are that what we doing? Now you, you, you ready? Because I guarantee you, once you divorce, these other things that he was covering is going to be very evident. And you're going to be asking the court for support for him to cover that shit in his absence. Yeah, you are. He still needs to pay for this. He still needs to pay for that. He still needs to cover this. He still needs to pay me. He still needs to act like he's married and act like he's married and get no sex. But then your son's going to be peeing on the toilet. Then your son's friends are going to be peeing on the toilet. And then you're still going to be have to fold laundry. Now you're going to have to fold laundry all by yourself. You're going to have to clean the dishes all by yourself. See those chores that he was halfway helping with. You got to do all of it now. You're doing all of it, ma'am. Yeah, you didn't you didn't make yourself, you didn't make your life easier. You just made it harder. Remember when this person says, watch this. Let's go back. Let's bring it full circle. Let's bring it full circle. Now you're like this woman right here. Let's bring it full circle. Hey, how how am I supposed to how am I supposed to do this? Wait a minute. I am truly struggling to understand how I am supposed to work a corporate job. Have a side hustle because, you know, capitalism. Have a passion project so I don't lose my soul. Cook so I'm not eating out every day, hurting my body. Work out so I can stay sane and healthy. Have a social life so I'm not a hermit. Have a love life so I experience healthy connection. 
keep my hair done, which I'm obviously failing at, keep my nails done, stay in touch with friends and family with 24 hours a day. And I don't even have kids. So the fact that some of y'all do this with children and like a husband is really outside of my realm of understanding. Yep. They're going to be at their therapist. How am I supposed to do all this shit? You earned it. You earned it. Have at it. You didn't make your tour life easier. You made it harder. Right? Because you're doing all the tours. And you ain't got no time on your hand. You won. Go ahead. Cashes and prizes. Let's get to these super chat. People don't think long term, man. People don't think long term. And then the guy, oh, of course, it was Jermaine's fault. It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. Yeah. He wasn't covered. Like, look, she literally like, hey, I'm divorcing him over chores. Okay. What was you not doing? Nobody's perfect. I'm sure she was failing to do something. All right. It's crazy. It's all Jermaine's fault. It is all Jermaine's all right, anyway, yeah, zero fallout. Uh, if there is an audit, I bet most men do 60 to 90% of the chores. They always think their job is hard. Yes, we have that. Women never remember what men do. Never. Remember? What have you done for me lately? You can't come back and say, well, the entire last year, you they ain't going to remember that. they like, well, you're supposed to do that. If you got a building and fixing skills, they will volunteer you to her friends and family. Oh, yeah. What about all that? Remember our time I helped your mother do this? Remember the time your mother was snowed in and I brought the snow plow over? Don't count. Don't count. Shout out to Macaroni Tony. Rebuttal to the black people who need a code of concept, conduct. The Black Panthers tried it and it didn't work. Tupac made a thug life cold. Didn't work. Uh, Ice Cube also made a uh, platinum plan. Didn't work. And he says the nation, Morris Temples, 5% all tried. It didn't work. That's true. You're absolutely true. No government name. BH says, when I said my wedding balls, I don't recall that chores constituted a valid reason for divorce. And it does not. It doesn't exist. All right. We got uh, Julian says at the bar this last weekend, my friend with pretty feet scared away some muskrats. He says, when I asked her why, uh, why she did that, she said they were built like SpongeBob SquarePants. I looked at her Martin Lutherly and asked, who has she been listening to? The one and only, the notorious one. New, 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 new world order. All right, Miles Monroe. Miles says, if women did that post-sex routine to me, she would be an instant starter in my rotation. Indeed. Thank you, brother. And let's get to all of these. We're going to clear everything up. Uh, we got uh, Mr. Smith. Jay Smith coaches the truth and shows the proof. Free agent lifestyle for life. One of the things that I do is I use stories. I don't just come in here and talk. I use a video to back up my point, and then I will come make it full circle. We got Ghost J. Sorry, Coach. The six and sevens cling to me. Well, at least they're not the mastodons. I love six and sevens, by the way. That's my territory. Shan says, thanks, remind, thanks for reminding us to hold the line. I'm doing God's work, helping one man at a time. But um, these, these arguments are nothing but copes. This coping at the end of it, you'll find that it was about chores, but she was getting penetrated right, the entire time. And you were like, wait, I thought this was about chores. Oh, yeah. I had a boyfriend on the side, too. Oh, shit. We got daylaces. Coach, there needs to be a whole podcast on this guy named John Mayer, the famous guitar singer. He is God level free agent lifestyle. And before the term existed, the guy played the lover boy 
made these girls think they had a chance, smashed almost every celebrity in the business, and married none of them. John Mayer, who has a stadium of Kaylee's, who would have a stadium of Kaylee's that would literally eat his poo, and they do. He says he picks and chooses what he wants or who he wants. On the John Mayer video, you will see girls in the comments that were willing to sacrifice a baby for him. Free agent lifestyle is the way to go, man. All right, let's see here. Uh, we got uh, we got how many more? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Uh, he says, Julian says, I'm driving Uber this morning and dropped the fine Kaylee off at Marquette and saw a bunch of Kayleys walking around. I might, I might catch a kidnapping case. Just a joke. He says, I appreciate the information you give out. Shout out to Marquette in Milwaukee. And Marquette did take that L. Shout out to our man, Shaka. Smart. I thought y'all was going to win. All right, Das Token says it's very lower 80% behavior to get into a long-term agreement without defining the expectations beforehand. And that's why I said gender roles were a reason to draw the line. Now that we have this blurred line and there's no gender roles in that women work, now we're going, well, he needs to do what? What okay, what specifically? We need to have, but but it would be OCD if a guy says, let's write out what everybody's role is. She ain't going to do it. I guarantee you, if you wrote down what, guys, try this. Let's write down what everybody's going to do. Write that shit down. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Now, if she clogs the toilet up, taking a dump, and I come in with the plunger because she can't figure the shit out, I just covered her back. And I saved ourselves some money. I covered her back. Now, if I leave socks on the floor, cover my freaking six. Don't complain about it. I I covered your six, right? I was watching your six. Watch my six. That's your job. Or if you don't want to do it, let's swap roles. Let's swap roles. When it's winter outside, to get the snow plow out. Swap roles. Uh, and I'll pick up socks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Make that shit clear and defined. But when you have gray areas, then they can merge into your area and be like, well, you need to do this. This is crazy, man. I think people are petty for real. Petty. <laughs> Mr. Grove says, coach, all over. He says, coach, all over it with the white guy simping. He says, as a white man in the suburbs of the Midwest, I see it constantly. The texting and the begging. Good grief. My wife's homie. He says, my white homie, stop. Number one, Kaylee, don't like the way don't like the way you think she does. Yeah, they don't like it. These wives, especially suburban wives, white wives, they hate you for being a mealy mouth, pandering, uh, belly slithering male, and they lose respect for you. She likes your wallet and the lifestyle that you can provide for her until she finds a bigger and better deal. As soon as she does, she's gonzo. Yep. Number two, you are the prize gentleman, not her and her peace leave. Wake up, free agent for life. Uh-huh. But yeah, all this pandering stuff, hey, I, they don't really like it like you think, all right? Women love being direct. Uh, ask younger women or women that want the daddy thing and to be dominated in the bedroom. They hate you pandering dudes. But they will give you e-sleeve, which is internet peace leave, inter internet vagina. Oh, you get internet vagina. Good for you. Here's some internet vagina for you. Mm -hmm. I hope you like all that. You can't even smell it. Shout out to the AI vagina you got for pandering, <laughs> right? All right, Van says, Coach, what I'm about to say isn't referred 
referring to you, but I'm not impressed with you Americans. And to me, this argument is goofy. He says, I can wash, cook, and clean, and I don't have machines to help me make it easier. I have to wash uh, with my hands and hang my clothes to dry in the sun, wash the dishes with my hands and clean, but no vacuumer. He says, you Americans have money to easily afford machines to keep you, uh, to help you make the work easier. And you're telling me the woman is still complaining. Yeah, I mean, just like just like mental health, uh, complaining about chores is a luxury. <laughs> it's a freaking luxury. He says, man, kick them ungrateful leeches to the curb. I don't know why you guys even tolerate your women back-talking you and helping them with their chores when there are machines to do it, to do most of it. That is actually true. Um, you know, I'm a self-sufficient guy. And when I was in my marriage or when I have girlfriends, I don't need them. Like, I'd be like, they'd be like, okay, I'm going to wait for him to fail and need me. I don't need you. I can cook clean. I can throw the, I can throw the clothes in the laundry room and press the button. Put the detergent in, press the button, close the door. Walk out the door. And I forget about it. Then I remember, and I throw it in the dryer. Th throw the sheet in there, press the button. What the hell y'all complaining about? When you're a self-sufficient guy, what do they say? When you're a self-sufficient guy, put it in the comment section. Because they're talking about non-sufficient guys or guys that say, okay, I'm doing this. Help me out with that. If you're a self-sufficient guy that can cook and clean and do all these things they're complaining about, what do they say? And this right here is it will tell you that the position of divorcing over chores is, is not a good position. Yep. Here we go right here. You don't need me. I feel like you don't need me. I feel like um, I'm less than you. You boring. Yeah, they, they're going to use these tropes. You cannot win this argument. It, it, it seems like I don't. you don't need me. I don't need you. I know how to put the clothes in the washing machine. It's right by my bedroom. Clunk. Press the button. What, what the hell are you here for? <laughs> it seems like you don't want to go have fun. You're not spontaneous. I'm not spontaneous because I got to fold my laundry. I'm folding my laundry. Can I help you? I don't need your help, but if you want to help, let me know. <laughs> I don't need it. But then if you volunteer to help and I say this, yep, you're so organized. There was a woman that said, I can't, I can't be with guys that are organized and have their shit together. Remember that woman? There was a woman that said, I want to, I can't remember it. Maybe you can remind me. She was like, oh, I need a guy that kind of has this credit out of order and he's not at organized. They'll come in. You kind of organize. This is OCD. I can't take it. Mm. <laughs> it's crazy, man. Dude, you can't win. You, dude, you can't win. Here we go. You can't win. Avery says, uh, he says, um, he says, if I'm helping her do her chores when I can hire help made, he says, what purpose does the wife serve? None. He says, leave these parasites alone. Guys, I have maids that come over to my crib. They come over twice a month. And I pay the fee. I don't want to pay them. I tip them and they make my life easier. Now, what I won't have is a woman living in my house and a maid. She better be pulling in bank. And even then, it ain't even going to worth it. <laughs> it ain't worth it. I'm not about to have a maid and she's sitting up there with her feet all on my furniture, smelling like corn nuts, talking about the maid ain't doing this and the maid ain't doing this. And I could do it better than the maid. Nah. You don't you need to fire your maids. Okay, what well, you gonna cover the work? They don't even clean. Look at this. Look at what the maid they didn't even cover this. They didn't know me to do that. I don't even know why you pay them. <laughs> um, 
okay, are you going to do the work? Guess what? Nope. Well, be quiet. Let, let Rosalinda do what she do, and I'm happy she's taking mad work off my building. I mean, off my plate. Let her do what she does. No government name coach my ex, who I didn't live with, used to complain. You didn't live, live with her. Used to complain that I didn't help her enough with her bills. Oh, my God. He says, I brought my bank statement to show that I was spending $800 to $1,000 a month in outings. I asked if she wanted the money for bills and no outings. Guess what? Dude, it's the conversation you need to have. See, those things, they just miss. They just miss because we're not petty. We're not in their face. Oh, I bought you this, and I did that, and I covered this, and I got them concert tickets, and I did this, and I covered the airfare. And when we went on vacation, I paid not. They don't. They, now, if you do it, they say you petty. What do you mean you do all this? <laughs> it's like talking to a child. Somebody said the uh, Andrew Wiggins. I, I can't talk about it. It's, it's not confirmed yet. I will not be the YouTuber to talk about it. And it's not true. All right. I need confirmation. All right. Uh, Das Token says I'm ultra conservative. Back in the day, we didn't see families nearly this often. Oh, that's true, too. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, this whole thing where the father and the mother have to be present outside the work job and present inside the work. You guys are setting yourself up for failure. <laughs> this shit is impossible. Not even the one person could do it. Van says I have an issue where seeking is not even an option where I live. Yeah, okay. Uh, he says I tried to pee for pee from Normie. No, you can't do it. Can't do it. He says one said I was too young. The other said she was in the buying in college and now she's not doing it anymore. Yeah, we have those two. He says I don't get to leave the house a lot due to work and where I live you don't have available junior college girls so i don't have any options but i don't do relationships i recently heard a 304 heard of a 304 house okay listen we don't want to talk about this stuff on the internet all right i'm not supporting any pay for play all right you should know this i'm not discussing this on the <laughs> yeah but what you do have control over is moving okay uh you see here <laughs> all right das token says Put roles in black and white today, seeing you in divorce court. So we were discovering that. So if you were a guy that came in and said, here, honey, you're going to do this. Honey, I'm going to do that. And you put that on the page. Ninja, you're going to be on Oprah. Your, your girlfriend, your wife, going to be like, look how controlling he was. <laughs> All right, let's do the super chats. All right. Look at him. Look at him. He wrote down everything. He put it in black and white. Look at this. They will have you in court. They will have that shit photocopied and it will be a chart blown up. If you told her, you're going to do this and you're going to do that. <laughs> you put that shit on the bulletin board and give her a check mark. Come here, honey. Let's check the boxes here. Let's see what you covered today. Oh, good job. Here's a star. You put a star. Here's a star for you. You get one star today. You get, oh, you didn't cover that. No star for you, honey. Here's a star. What about this? What if? What about if you go on a road trip? <laughs> I'm going to give you this. You go on a road trip. You get in the car. You get in the car. She pile her ass up into the passenger seat. You drive 500 miles. She over there sleeping with her feet up on the damn dashboard. 
She giving the kids snacks and breaking off grand crackers and, 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 um, and uh, apple slices and, and goldfish. You just a driving. Back hurting. You want to ask her to go over there and can you fill in and drive, but you know she's going to run into a tractor trailer. So you say, nah, let me drive. You just be driving, driving, driving. You do this shit over and over and over again. She got donut crumbs all in her damn chesticles. Over there asleep. Knock the hell out. The car go out. The car doesn't go out. You made it. She jumps out the car. Hi, we're here. She jumps in there. They all run in the house. The kids run in the house. She take them out the car seat. They run in the house. You out there picking out the damn luggage. You dragging it in the house. Going out there five trips in and out. Luggage. <laughs> she woke up. You like, baby, I'm going to go upstairs and take a nap. Well, we just got here. We just got here. We're going to go see Derek and Jerome, all the dudes I used to fornicate with. We going to the club, the bar. We going on vacation and trips. All the shit you paid for. We going on outings, river rafting. We going on the tour bus. All the shit you paid for. But she's going to sit up there and talking about she got a white pee off the toilet. Make it make sense, bro. <laughs> make this shit make sense. You done pumped the gas. You checked the oil. You washed off the damn windshield. You ran in there and bought snacks while she watched the kid. <laughs> like, come on, man. Okay, what does that count for? What does that count? Do I get to keep score for that shit? Do I keep? Well, you could have asked me to drive. <laughs> come on, man. You made sure the oil was good. You measured the tires. You put extra air in the tire. Man, come on, man. This shit about uneven relationships is goofy. You're doing way more, but when you start being petty, <laughs> this shit is out of control, bro. I mean, man, people need to really get a reality check. All right, I got to get Super Chats. Catch up. <laughs> oh, man, shout out to um Roberto Moreno. He says CGA created CGA Grifter Channel. One million subs in a week, guaranteed. I know I can't, I can't be fake, though. I can't be fake. Roberto Moreno, fact CGA. He says, that's why most slaves don't revolt. Yeah, they can't revolt. Shout out to Success With Me. Thank you, bro. All right. River Bacon Coach, he says, I've been MIA from streams. Good to see you. Glad to have you back. YouTube Trash Talker says, after paying some bills, after paying some bills, a junior college chick asked to stay with me. No cap. I dropped her off at a shelter in the South Bronx. Mm. I've done some similar stuff. I had this bad chick, this bad agent. She looked like a $2 A Marie. Bad as hell. Dropped her shit off at some apartment. Dude, I, I, and I dropped her off in the 9-11. I was like, you got to get out fast. And she was up there. <laughs> shit. I'm like. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Henry Resilient on the divorce topic. I am preparing my soon-to-be ex second set of document requests. She wants a picture of my car odometer. To get half of my car. Petty. Petty. The narrow Tranquilo says this weekend I walked in on one of my subordinates on FaceTime with a good looking brother. She was an old fat Kaylee with a lisp and she just has an apple. Brothers are the catfish. That's all she had brought, brought to the game. But y'all getting it for free. Roberto Moreno. He says uh, XX is no that for every authoritative man who refuses to accommodate her bish behavior, there are thousands of emasculated men who will and willing to offer unconditional love. 
So that's just a shit test to me. ACDC, layoffs, bank runs, hyperinflation, and her issue is a good morning text. He said, damn, coach, these dudes hit you up while the bull wrecks her China shop. Dude, I know people who, men, guys, you guys do this all the time. Um, and I ask, often ask you to do your due diligence. What, what will happen is she'll break up and she'll be like, he wasn't paying attention to me. She has a valid reason in her mind. You'll not ask tough questions and you'll get with her. You're like, damn, he left gold on the table. Guys, no guys left gold on the table. Very rare. And what she's complaining about him not doing is a part, only part. He wasn't doing the chores. There were some other shit. Trust me. And then you guys jump in feet first and then you get a crazy chick. All right, work academics says, I remember seeing the clip where Destiny said he only tried being by because his current wife convinced him to try it, probably to get him accustomed to another bull being in the bed. So apparently they're open to it and um, he wants to keep the woman. Again, if you're going to come to me with a subservient argument, well, better do those chores. Ninja, that ain't no solution to avoid being penalized. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Yep, yep, got to clean up. That's not a solution, bro. That that right there is you preventing getting the inevitable. You forget, you're, you're, you just don't want to fall victim. All right, Pete Rose says, you described the end of my relationship, CGA. Three years later, I'm living my best life, and she's recently divorced. Two-time loser. Ring the bell twice for her. I thank her for giving me my life back. Joe Jones, excuse, excuse her excuse he was a narcissist yes that's an excuse we got five more and then we're gonna wrap this shit up henry resilient i offered to get us a laundry service and hire a maid along with her not having to work to be a stay-at-home mom he says we getting divorced and i'm getting robbed you gotta gotta realize look the first mistake you ever make is listening to one of their uh um um, what I call a shit test. And there's various phases of it. If they come in with that good morning text, first thing you do is say no. <laughs> right? I'm not doing that. Now, she has a choice to make. If she sticks around, she just got that shit uh, test just swatted back to her face. And now she got to deal with whatever she got coming to her. If she says, I'll go find a man that, that can um send me the good morning text. Go ahead. Bye. I'll replace you quick. All right, I'm going to replace you with the swiftness. You're replaceable. <laughs> what am I losing out? Now, if you get married, you, it's an L for you already. It's an L. You can't do this. So you got to watch her do these things early. She gave you an early indication of this. She probably said, if you don't marry me by this date, you should have left. And you would have won. But you lost. <laughs> All right. Ogre King comes in, man. We are almost here. He says, before I got the RP in 2019, my brother introduced me to your content. He spoke of MGTOW and the free agent lifestyle. Last summer, he was diagnosed with Guillain-Barre syndrome, and he passed away. Dang, on March 14th, I'll be flying home for his funeral tonight. Oh, my goodness, man, my goodness. Man, shout out to your brother. Appreciate him for introducing you to your content. Um, you know, rest in peace to your bro. That sounds like you love him a lot. You're going home for his funeral, and uh, best Best wishes, RIP to Mr. Ogre King's brother. And uh, one thing about this space is you came here for a reason. You might not like it. You might think it's 
overdone and overcooked. Why do you keep talking about this? Guys, the laws haven't changed. So there's a necessity for this space. If you grow old and you the content's just unbearable and you start being over here hating, I suggest you do one thing. You graduate. Just say you don't need it anymore. Don't go kicking and screaming. Don't be upset. And the next thing you do when you graduate is you bring another man in. And then you can leave quietly, take your bitch ass on, and then move on with your life. Okay? That's what I suggest. Because I'm not here to speak to the guys that saw me in 2018. I'm here making content for new guys coming in and the people that need this content as a reinforcement. But if you're a guy that just don't need it no more, take your bitch ass on and stop complaining about this space. It is needed. It is needed. Whether you need it or not is a whole different conversation. You don't need it no more. Leave. But rest in peace to the bro. He said, I don't need it no more. I'm a free agent. My brother needs it. And he paid it forward. He paid it forward. But these uh, Mitch ninjas that's always complaining about this space because you went and you watched everybody's videos and you was all up in the comment section for two, three years of your life and you got healed. Take your Mitch ass on. And leave and let another man come in. Bring another person in instead of saying, I'm tired of this content. Well, get out and bring somebody new in. That's what we need. Because somebody needs this to get to your place. Somebody needs this to get to the next step. You might not like the red pill, but it's needed for many guys to move on. Otherwise, if they move on, they're going to still be a Mitch Ninja like you are right now. Listen, people got uh, people got beef for this space. Fine. You ain't got to listen. You ain't got to listen. And then you don't got to listen for five years. Listen for your year. Heal. Move the hell on. Bring somebody else in. They need it. Mm. <laughs> I can't talk. Mitch Ninja's out here. Men are the problem in the world. Let's just get that off the mm. chest right here. And this is why we do this, to get these men on board. Angel said, these arguments make it clear that us men need polyamory. That's another point. Our men need polyamorous and having multiple wives so they are not bored and split the household chores amongst themselves. Just get more wives to solve this problem. One of the problems here, you could be free agent or be polyamorous or have multiple kids. Right? You have two kids and the wife does what? There's no competition anxiety. She holds the kids from you. And you'd be like, don't take my kids. Just go have another one just like the other one. The next woman you pick will likely probably look like your last ex-wife impregnate the hell out of her, put four babies in her, and then you tell your last ex-wife, you can have them damn kids. I got another kids over here. Man, please. Do we have all the power? We got all the control. I can impregnate, I can I can go over and impregnate five people and make more babies. She cannot. She can't do it. <laughs> we got the leverage, but y'all niggas being oh sorry. <laughs> Y'all did just be in y'all emotions over these people, man. They just people. They just people. Okay, all right, look. I can have another kid. Just look just like that one. <laughs> all right, anyway. Look, I'll make another one just like the other one. Stop trying to control me with your bullshit. I'll go have some more damn kids. Right now, I'll be knocking up kids left and right. And then your kids that got swiped by your controlling wife, ex-wife, they be looking... Like 50 cent kid, what about me? What about you? <laughs> what about you? All right, go back to your mama. She needs she the one that got you. And if you want to come over here, you need to come over here and act right. The hell. But y'all be, don't take my one wife. Don't take my kids. Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here, man.
I can make more kids right now. And in a less than a year, kids. I can have four kids right now. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh, man, Jesus. Will y'all cuff y'all balls? Cuff your balls. You got the power. You got the power. Y'all got the you got the advantage. But y'all be out here disadvantage. My lord. We need some men to catch up. <laughs> All right. Who said ninja? All right, where we at here? You can get whole roster of girls that act right as long as you don't marry them. They act right. They be out there pining for you. They be like deers like this. Digging in the dirt, pining for you. Please, please. You can extend that shit as long as they want. As soon as they don't cooperate, tell them to go. Bye. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Just don't marry him. Just look, just don't legally marry him. You in control. And you can keep him. You can fund him. You can do all that shit. As soon as she stop acting funny. Because look, you know what I'm a guarantee? The people who are saying a woman can divorce you over chores. I guarantee you that woman don't leave your house unless there's a marriage. Mm. Now we really want to talk about this and go to the four hour mark. Guess what? If you ain't married to her, I bet you she wiped the toilet. If she don't have no kids, I bet you she wiped the toilet. She'll complain and wipe the toilet. You know why? There's no reason for her to leave. There's no leverage. There's no benefit. She get no benefit. She back out into these streets. I bet you she wiped the toilet. These streets. See? It's all because she has the leverage and the incentive. I bet you she pick up your socks or she goes back and she's homeless or go live with her mama. Okay, you don't want to pick up my socks? Go back to your mama's house then. Shut the hell up. And then you bring in a new woman. Now, all right, now what? She going to figure out real fast. Shit, I better make the bed. Yeah. Mm. Shut the F up with this bullshit. Where we at? <laughs> Noel News says, coach, these women have their kids for five hours a day uh, because they are in daycare and they put them to bed, right? They pick them up and he says the dads get the kids the whole weekend for 48 hours. Women order food out the most. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, this whole idea of keeping score is very immature. It says imbeciles do this. You shouldn't be keeping score in your relationship. The minute someone keeps scoring relationship, the relationship is over. And this is therapy, marriage therapy facts from CGA. If you're keeping score in your marriage, your marriage is over. All you're doing is riding a timeout. All right. Workademics, we got the last two. This is why Destiny does not proclaim being by. He says it's because he did it against his own will, but he has to acknowledge it because it was documented. Oh, okay. So he's covering his basis. All right. Shout out to him. And again, I don't know anything about him. All right. So um, I'm not speaking about him personally, but that does influence his choices. JC says my Juco left her Teddy Grams on the couch. Free agent lifestyle for life. <laughs> Shout out to the Teddy Graham girls. And this is also why we tell you the three tenets of the free agent lifestyle. No marriage, no long-term relationships, no cohabitation. Does this mean for life? It could be because you're going to discover that this is your best case scenario for leverage. Now, if you do fix yourself, you need to fix yourself first. And you will find that once you fix yourself, you know not to fall for these traps. All right. But the point's been made. 
They're only going to do this when they have the opportunity to pull the plug and get an advantage. If she's not married to you and she needs to pick up your socks, she either not going to pick up your socks or she's going to pick them up. If she doesn't pick up her sock, the socks, you don't even notice it. At some point, you'll get around and pick your socks up and put it in the bin. Okay. If she does say something about it, you say, what are you going to do about it? And she's going to be like, I ain't divorcing you because I ain't married. So that's the point. They're only doing this because they're married and they have the reason to divorce you. It's all bullshit hogwash. I don't support the argument that divorcing over ch or chores is the only reason to divorce. It's very petty. There has to be another reason. And you got to allow either side to give themselves the reason. All right. Anyway, shout out to the coach gang Four hour stream. This is reprehensible. Oh, the humanity. Shout out to you. And we'll be back this evening. Let's take you out with Uncle Earl. All right. Let's take you out with Uncle Earl. And Here peace. comes the bankroll. Here it comes. This is what make it all happen right there. That's what make it happen. This is what make it happen. If a man want to know how to meet a nice woman, how you meet her? With this. <laughs> First damn word come out your mouth. I got money. <laughs> but those not respectable women. I don't want no respect. I want some ass. Damn the respect. I want you to break down like a 12 gauge double bear shotgun and show me what you're working with. But don't you want commitment? What? Go who? You go don't want to be committed. I'm committed to getting her to that bedroom and giving her what she needs.